across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. See you later. Get out, Ash. Get out. Crying out loud. Get out, Johnny. I'm doing the thing. Coming up at the top of the show, we've got Richard Herring, of all people. Exciting stuff. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee, on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I had, um... I, I was convinced they got rid of that wild man rubbish. I was convinced of it. In fact, it was only uh, today I was thinking, oh, I've not heard that wild man rubbish for a while. They must have got rid of it. No, no, they've kept it. Well, that's their decision. They pay my wages. Who am I to argue with those people? I'm a nobody. That's who I am. But in my head, I'm going... Bloody rubbish. Evening to listeners, this is Ian Lee. Uh, this is Talk Radio. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, indulge me for about 15 minutes if you don't mind. You can call up if you want to speak to our next guest. You're more than welcome to. Um, but I, I suppose this is going to get a little bit meta as we talk about me going, he's come on my show to talk about me going on his show and whatever. It's Richard Herring. Evening, Richard. Hello. I'm scared now. You're a wild man. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, me, yeah, me too. I didn't no, know that. No, I didn't know that until I took this job and, and they started putting that on the publicity. I'm going, no, 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 you've misunderstood. There's nothing wild at all. <laughs> it's very tame. They said, well, tame you're man doesn't you're sell. You're getting angry now. Yeah, furious. Angry. I'm going to knock something over in a minute. How are you doing, man? You're right. <laughs> I'm very good. Yes, thank you've you. You've got you've got a young child, haven't you? And, and this is this is quite late for you. It is. I'm really tired. I was. I nearly went to sleep this afternoon, and then I didn't. And now I wish I'd gone to sleep this afternoon because I'm exhausted. But you know, I'll get through. I'll get. I still have to work at night, so you know, I'm, I'm kind of used to this. You just sort of uh, motor on and. You know, we can sleep when we're daddy, and which well, will be quite soon. Well, well, it's getting sooner and sooner, isn't it? Uh, and the <laughs> thing is, I've got I've got two little boys at six and four, and it, oh, yeah. it it doesn't it doesn't get easier. It just gets different. Right. <laughs> it's good fun. Well, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's it's lots of fun. Oh, it's the best it's fun. Girl. It's the it's the best fun in the world. But it is um, it, yeah, but it, it, it is a joy. I took my boy, my eldest, to his um, first ever concert last year was the Monkees, and I've just taken him to see um, <laughs> Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. I'm educating oh, wow. him properly. That's very good. I'm very impressed. Now, listen, Richard. Um, you, uh, I, I've been a big fan for for years of yours. I have to tell you, I find you quite intimidating. I am intimidating. I'm terrifying. You, you, I've got to keep that up for, for the interview. So I've got to, you've got to come and be scared. So I'm not going to be nice to you now. I, I, well, I, know. I will be nice to you when you turn up. I know, I know. Um, but um, but you, you because you've been you've been doing this for years and years and years. This I kind have, of yeah, stand crazy, up and yeah. performing and stuff. How how did you? Because I I was a big fan of of um, Fist of Fun and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, and you and um, Stuart Lee and stuff. How did that kind of start and kind of end? Because it ended a bit weirdly, didn't it, with the BBC? Well, yeah, the BBC didn't really get us and or like us, and we 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 sort of managed. So we got four series, so we did okay, and you can't really complain about that. But they never really knew what to do with us, and every time we did a series, they tried to make us change it. We started. We I met Stuart University, and we kind of clicked, and we had a very similar kind of vision, I think, of what we didn't want to do really. But we came at it from slightly different angles, and it kind of seemed to work quite well. We did sort of sketches and stuff together when we were at university with some other people. And then we kind of came to London in 1989, so it's, it's getting a frighteningly close to 30 years. And, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, we uh, we just sort of thought we'd give it a crack. So we did the stand-up circuit. Stu did 
Stu was much more into stand-up than I was. I was still kind of trying to do sketches and stuff, and yeah. we started working at the radio. And it kind of progressed. I mean, relative, we worked very hard, but it, we, it progressed quite quickly. And we worked, we worked on On the Hour, which went on to produce, well, produced like um, Alan Partridge and Chris Morris and all that stuff in the day-to-day. So we worked on that, which was a brilliant start, obviously, as one of our first jobs. Uh, and then slowly we kind of got our own shows and then we went to TV. But I think because we were, you know, and we were, we both were at Oxford University, so there was this feeling, oh, you're Oxbridge. But I think actually we yeah. were, the Oxbridge people at the BBC, we weren't typical Oxbridge people, so they couldn't bring the back with us. And so they, they you know, I could, the shows were sort of cultish, I think, and did quite well. But not not so well. They kept on you know, the, the first series, the fifth one, we did it our way, and the second series they made us change, and then Stu sort of sulked all the way through the second series, which didn't help. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> then we got, we had a year away from TV, and then we got uh, this morning Richard, not Judy, which is on at the same time as uh, oh, not the same time at the same time period as the uh, as when you were doing the eleven o'clock show. Yes, and, I know. Uh, I it know. sort of felt I... to us, it felt to us, you know, the, when you were getting with your show, the eleven o'clock show, Channel Four really got behind that. Well, we were so envious of you because they always thought the bbc was shifting us around schedules and a bit embarrassed but we were envious of you because <laughs> you were like the cool kids and listen i know my standing in, in in you know i know my role in the 11 o'clock show you know i know i was there to fill the gaps between ricky and, and sasha uh, but we were kind of jealous of of you lot for g- seemingly having you know complete control i was a puppet i did what i was told and and being cool and being funny well, we did have that. I mean, we were very lucky, and I don't think it happens very much anymore in that they did let us go on with it. I mean, partly, I think when they got to this morning, Rich Not Judy, it was on at midday on a Sunday, and no one was up watching it, either the people who complained about naughty stuff or the BBC themselves. <laughs> so we did literally get on with it. I mean, occasionally they go, oh, it would be better for you to, if you didn't do this thing, if you want to get another series. And then we'd still say, oh, well, we want to do it. So that's, that's partly, I think, why we didn't get another series. But basically, just the, the executive at the top changed, and she didn't uh, really understand what we were doing. So in a lot of ways, it's good. It was very upsetting at the time. I think we were just yeah. getting to a point where I think we were getting somewhere really interesting with it. But I think also, you know, we were quite different people and we'd been in each other's pockets for 10 years and it was good to, A, have a break, but also I think it's led to us both doing what we do now, which is, you know, different than what we would have ended up doing. You know, if we'd become Little Britain or whatever or any of those guys, you know, or Ricky Gervais or Sasha, you know, your career goes in a very different way. And there's lots of great things about that. But then also, I think in in comedic and artistic terms, it's interesting that... You know, what Stu's doing is amazing, and, and what I'm doing, I think, is at least interesting. And I'm, I'm, what the show you're coming on, the Left Square Theatre podcast, is this sort of independently produced uh, just chat show. But it's, but it's, it's, it's unusual compared to most chat shows in that we'll be able to talk for, you know, 90 minutes or are approaching that. And, yeah. uh, you know, nothing gets edited out. And it's more of a chat. And people have, and I think the guests, therefore, open up more. And you're allowed to be rude if you want to be rude. And, you know, you don't, and, and, there's no, and we're not push you know you're not um promoting anything really you know yeah. just we're just sort of having a chat so it's, it's kind of different from most shows but you know just by getting on you know i just sort of decided to get on with it myself well this is the thing because I, I i always enjoy it when when you pop up on panel shows or you do little documentary little that's patronizing when you do documentaries and stuff on radio <laughs> four your lovely yeah. little documentary you know i i always i always <laughs> enjoy it and you're one of those people where i'm scratching my head thinking well i don't understand why you're not on telly yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I think partly it might be because, um, I mean, there's a lot of competition. It's, you know, I think you have to be very ambitious and kind of want to go for that. Yeah. But I think also maybe I've set out my stall so much as being, 
you know, I'm doing my own thing that the TV people think, oh, he doesn't want to do this. Or, you know, I write scripts for TV all the time and some of them occasionally get on, get made. But, you know, it's so difficult. There's so much competition on the TV. That's, and again, that's one of the things that kind of attracted me to doing this online stuff was just the immediacy of it, the fact that you could have an idea and do it. Uh, and, you know, and, and it's a great way. And it's actually much more... I think that, you know, the sort of fans you get as a result of doing these podcasts are much more... I mean, I think you, you know as well what's on the radio. That yeah. your, the people who like your show are, are so into it. Yeah. So you know, they're, they're worth 100 <laughs> TV viewers who might just casually, you know, be interested in you or might come and see you on tour because they think you're on TV, which is not a great thing, you know. So I'm building up an audience that kind of get what I'm doing, and it's a slow process, and it's, you know, and I'm getting old, but it's... And it, but, it's, it, but it works. It's a fun way to do it. I think you're an, you're, you're an inspiration in as much as you, a lot of this stuff, all these different podcasts that you do, and, and the video stuff as well. You are pretty much doing it on your own, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's. I, but I think it goes back to that ethos, of like you were talking about. I think that probably is the number of it is that on the BBC we were allowed to do what we wanted to do, and now if you want to do a TV show, Stuart's probably the exception to this out of everyone. You know, in that you you have someone will come to you with an idea and say, "Do you want to be in this thing?" And here's the script, and here, you know, yeah. and so to uh, for me, it's much more important just to be in control of what I'm doing. However stupid, you know, a lot of the stuff I do is stupid and pointless, and, and hopefully some of it's funny and some of it's a value. But you know, it's 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 fun to be able to just do what I want to do without anyone saying, "Oh, you can't try that, you can't do." This. So we're doing uh, with as it occurs to me, which is an old podcast I do. We're reviving that as a video podcast in the in the autumn when we did a big Kickstarter for it, and you know, and again, the the fans of the of that show kind of got together and only needed three or four thousand of them i think they were donated to you know give us a hundred grand to start making a yeah. an online tv show which again isn't enough really to make a you know a tv quality tv show but it's a really fantastic start yeah yeah of course and a, and a lovely thing to have that support so yeah so you suddenly realize well is it what's more important to you is it more important to be famous and rich and uh you know whatever or is it more important to you to be creating interesting stuff that you have control of and i think you can do that and you know you can be all of those things in fact but you know but i think it's it's what's it's what's the most important and for me the you know i think we were it, it always was the comedy was the most important thing uh above everything else and i'm sort i think like i i think I, in the 1990s i would have liked to have been you know the most famous comedian yeah. in the country but i'm actually so glad you know now you're an older man i'm an older man you know you kind of are so glad that I can walk down the street with my baby, and maybe <laughs> once a week a man will go, "Hey, I like you know ham hands," and you, know, yeah, yeah, thanks, mate. You know, and it's and they like you, so it's so it's nice. So you know, you realise that you know the things you. I mean, the stand-up show I'm doing at the moment, which I'm just coming to the end of, is called Happy Now, which is about whether I've kind of achieved a, a happiness after kind of fretting through my thirties and then meeting my wife and, and having a family. You know, whether that's made me happy. Yeah, and I kind of realised that. I think I realised through putting this show together how fortunate i am you know and i think i think it's very easy to i mean and you know i think you and i are in a similar position and we both in the tv tv in the 1990s and then yeah. people we were will have gone on to went on to be really famous, rich or famous yeah yeah and so you know but actually as great as all that is and, and as deserved as all that is it's it's it you know there's something interesting about it not happening and you know i think as you get older you kind of go oh thank god i can you know, I'm nearly fifty, and thank God I can you know go to the park with my daughter and. Not be it'd be nice to pay off the mortgage, though, Richard, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> but you know, but it, it this for me, this it's working pretty well. I mean, I, you know, for me, I, it's because I tour. I don't get. I do everything for free, and then I tour, and then people come and see me on tour, and enough people come and see me on tour to, for me to have a 
have a nice living. It would be nice yeah. to pay off the mortgage. But, you know, I live in a nice house. And, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough. Again, I'm from the 1990s, so I, was, I bought a house, <laughs> bought a house before, before things went insane. Well, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate in, in so many different ways. So, yeah, but, it, but it's, you know, it's interesting. And, it, you know, and it's, it, the best square thick podcast which you're coming on is... Yes. Uh, is like a really, you know, again, it, it came, I did a podcast with Andrew Collins, the broadcaster, and we did sort of a couple hundred episodes of that, and and then we kind of moved on from that, but I kind of thought, oh, it'd be interesting to try and see if I can, cre- you know, recreate that with a different person every week. So it wasn't really meant to be an interview show to start with, but it has become more or less an interview show. And you've had good in, guests in on there. And this is why I was surprised yeah. to be asked, because you've had, you've had like Stephen Fry, well, no, properly, you've had Stephen Fry, you've got Vic Reeves coming on, you know, you've had yeah. big names, you get big names on there. And it's, I, 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 completely honest, I was aware of it, but I, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts until no, I was enough. chatting to Adam Buxton the other day, and then I, I kind of been, been obsessed with his, and then yeah. I kind of, okay. you know, went over to yours. And they are... Are, um, they're, they're lovely because you, you're yeah. right. You don't get on, on radio or TV anywhere where a conversation can breathe like that. Yeah, and where things can go, you know, wrong and yeah. things can go. You know, I leave everything in, so it shows. I think it shows the stuff that works. How you know when you, when a lot of it is sort of improvising comedy with the guest, and you know, if some of it doesn't work, but most of it does, and so you know that I think proves how witty the guests are that they can they can cope with these questions they're quite left field odd questions come in i, I think with the, you know the guests I, it's nice to get the big names and the big names help obviously put the bums on the seat uh but i also like to you know to uh, pick out people it's, it's you know it's, again it's nice i get to choose uh who i have on and so i choose some newer people who people won't have heard of and get you know get, again some of them have then gone on to be you know on the cusp of becoming yeah big stars but and they've become big stars subsequently not as a result uh but uh you know so it's nice to pick out different people when you you know but actually with you i've had so many people um Gosh. tweeting me and asking for you to be on so well, i uh, i kind of thought uh well that sounds that sounds interesting and yeah. I, you know I, I, we've met like once or twice a couple of times we, yeah i bumped into you with a stand-up gig and uh and that sort of thing but uh yeah i mean you know i kind of it's, it's interesting and a lot of, a lot of the guests i don't know i'm not really like one of those showbiz people i don't go to showbiz parties yeah. really you know you know so i don't know i didn't I mean, when stephen fry came on i've never met stephen fry before so you know it's that it's kind of nice to start from a position where you're not mates <laughs> not mate, yeah. mate, so you don't have to be massively polite oh, it's, yeah it's hard it's hard to interview a mate because it's like i know yeah. you know I, I know everything about the person i'm interviewing so exactly i yeah. don't know where to get get in there richard listen right it's on uh, i'm coming on on monday the 6th of june so next monday yeah that's the recording it's the leicester square theater it's at seven o'clock it's you and tony law the first two and tony law's brilliant tony law's brilliant he's, amazing, yeah. he's very very funny man and i think there are there are still a few tickets left if people want to they're right selling very well so you should be very pleased with yourself wowzers either you or Tony Law, or the fact <laughs> it's the first one in the series, I don't know. That has might done, be it. Has done uh, anything else you want to plug, Richard, or is, are you happy with that? Uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my show Happy Now at the Leicester on the 12th of June uh, in London. There's a few other gigs around the country with that, but that's nearly finished. And then I'm touring a new show, or a best of show in, in, the, in the new year. So All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stand you, up. That will. We'll come on and plug, give that a plug. Or we might fall, sure. it might be horrible on Monday. We might, you know, all the bitterness and resentment might come out and we might attack each other. We just don't well, know. that's good. That's all good. You know, really? when it goes a little bit wrong, that's good. I don't mind that. And, okay. uh, I think it'll be fine. You know, the, right. uh, the, I'm being me now, but the character of me in the podcast is slightly different, but he's still quite nice. Okay. On the whole, he's, he's an idiot, nice. but he's quite nice. Uh, Richard, it's really nice to talk to you. I'll, I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> 
Thank you, mate. Ta-ta. Right. Bye-bye. There Bye-bye. we go. Uh, Richard Herring, the, the Richard Herring Leicester Square podcast, if you want to get it, iTunes, podcast, all your usual podcast providers. If you're coming down on Monday, um, you know, um, I'm terrified. I'm terrified, if I'm completely honest. Um, but I'll try and stick around and, um, if you want, you know, pictures and stuff like that. Right, we'll start the show properly. 0844 1000 Who's going to be first caller of the night? Well, Periscope is down. Yeah. So it's a radio show for a change. It's a radio show. Hang on. Oh, oh there we go. It's a radio show. No pictures. Just radio. 0844 499 1000 if you want to give us a call. Um, no calls as of yet. No, maybe it's because there's no pictures. That's the it. The imagination is taking up all the phone control. Richard Herring was good, wasn't he? Yeah, I find was. him really intimidating. I know you do. We've I, all got people like that, but I don't think you have any reason. It's to. interesting you mentioned um, um, being on at the same time as us because uh, the eleven o'clock show. Because I know that they used to slag me off on that program, and I nearly brought it up, and then the moment passed. I know they used to, me, me personally. They mm-hmm. used to slag me off. Well, you but, say you personally, but you admit you were playing a character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I met him a couple. And they were times jealous, as he said. Met him a couple. Isn't that funny? I met him a couple times. He's, an, he, you know, he's a nice guy. I think he's so funny. I mean, he's uh, filthy bawdy something for the dads a little bit blue um but yeah so um you come in on monday yeah, i'll come uh, okay. i need to clear it with the boss but i'll tell him it's important um if you're coming dear listeners then um you know welcome Pre- 90 minute chat though I don't, i'm not f- oh I'm you not, can talk flipping it yeah i can talk mate but i'm not funny in that laughter the lesser square theater is massive right, right right you know he's asked you to go because he wants you to go no i always sus- i always tommy suspect Steel. i always suspect that tommy Steele has pulled out of a gig <laughs> when i like like when i did when i did come dine with me i got the call like two weeks before they were going to do it well tommy Steele has obviously pulled out we should stop mentioning tommy Steele because the curse the curse the cur- for those who don't know we have a we have the, the, the there is a hex that means whenever we mention someone old they die i think we might have done lee majors lee majors isn't dead is he not yet but we've mentioned him quite a lot well well well, well, well. won't be long um so anyway I'm, I'm looking forward to it um but i'm i'm anxious about it mm-hmm. and it's not my natural environment i mean the, the adam buxton podcast People have been reminding me. I got a tweet from the Samaritan saying, thanks for saying you called us. What? Did I s- Oh, no, I didn't say that in the Adam Buxton podcast. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, did. I didn't re- I don't remember saying that. There were some bits, I'm sure, that were, were, um, were... What, a voice actor? No, were, um, we weren't talking, we weren't talking, you know. I'm sure that the microphone had been turned off. I'm sure I said... Anyway, I don't remember saying that, but I got a tweet from Samaritans going, thanks for saying that you'd, uh, called us on the Adam Buxton podcast. I'm going, flipping heck, did I? Jeez. I, I, I say too much. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way, if you want to join in this evening. It's going to be one of them shows. In fact, I think uh, they're all going to be one of them shows because I'm, I'm, I'm bored of, of planning stuff for the show. So it's all, they're all just going to be, I was going to say orgasmic. I don't mean that. I mean, organic or amorphic. Oh, what does that mean? Well, amorphic means it's like one mass, doesn't it? If I had the internet, which we don't have, I would, um, Google it. Mm. Instead, I'll have to go home and use the dictionary. No, so use, your, five, use your finger like everybody else. So in five hours' time, you'll know exactly what you just said. Yes. Okay, and, that's um, learning. But so the whole, sh- all the shows are going to be like that from now. And we're just going to come in and talk and see what comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, and I've had loads of people on Twitter because of the Adam Buxton podcast, which you can download. It's not a private thing. Saying, I always thought you were a bit of a tit, but you're all right. Yeah. Well, you are all right. So, but, yeah, but first, the first couple of times you go, oh yeah, thanks. All right. 
And then after about the 176th, you know how many people think I'm a bit of a tit? Loads, apparently. Like, and you're nodding. Well. Loads of people think I'm a bit of a tit. When I first met you, I thought you were going to be a sake and, uh. Oh, did you now? Scary, yeah. Did you now? And that's my job. And then someone w- was tweeting. I did, but all I remember you from was the from eleven o'clock show. Oh, what do you mean all I'm? I've done loads of things. No, do, you, but... do you want my CV? I was on. I won oh, Celebrity Weekly's thing. Yeah, I won I Celebrity Mastermind. Yeah, I, I won know. Celebrity Ready Steady yeah, Cook. I know, but my point of reference. My I, main... I presented a program on on E4 called Critical Mass. Do you remember when you caught me googling you? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> you said, that. "Don't Google me, you idiot." Don't Google me. I um, I made a. a th- <laughs> his his. I I presented a pilot program. I presented so many pilots in the book. Every pilot is going to get about eight or nine pages. I'm writing the book, chapter two done. Although I've I've remembered something to go into the live TV thing. Oh, have you? The news bunny. Oh. News bunny has to go in there. Anyway, so I'm writing this book, and it's each chapter is about um a different television program that I've done, right? And that's it. And I'm thinking. Of doing the eleven o'clock show, a chapter a series. How many series were five? There? Oh, blind. Yeah, I can. I'm You're already spacing that... this out, aren't you? This is like finger spacing. No, no, no. I think I, I think I can do it. And make it interesting. You've read the two chapters. Yeah, I like them. funny. Yeah, funny. Thank you very much indeed. Um, but critical mass, right? In fact, that'll be the next chapter. Critical mass. Although maybe I should put something that was that was anyway. It was on E4, right? And it was it was ahead of its time. It's before we had the red buttons. Or maybe we had the red buttons. But basically, people were watching at home, me interviewing people, right? Except they weren't. They were in an internet cafe, right? And when they got bored of the person I was interviewing, they would vote. And it would go up to the... Cri- when oh. it reached critical mass, sorry, whatever. Even if there was... Got to stop the interview, you're off. Now, it was quite interesting, right? We had, um... We had Ken Russell on there, the film director. <laughs> Ken Russell! How Ken- long did they give him? Ken Russell! It's only just dawned on me. I interviewed Ken Russell, and I don't think I asked him about Tommy the movie. You idiot. Ken Russell. Um, but I made a 14-year-old boy cr- actually tear up. Oh, well, why? Because I was mean. Well, I wasn't mean. He said that Colin Baker was a good Doctor Who. Well, I put him in his place. He couldn't take it. He was 14. I, humili- I know, I humiliated him, and that's one of the things I feel very, very bad about. Very bad about. But these things happen. So that's a chapter in the book, Critical Mass. Okay. So, um, that's why that conversation is done. Okay, I'm glad. You, you sorted? Yeah. Look at, look who's called in. Look at this. It's, um, it? it's, it's an internet superstar. It's, G- it's Gina from Periscope. Hey! <laughs> hang, well, hang on hang a on, second. There's two voices. There's, there's a high voice and a low voice. Now, I can't remember. I think Gina is the higher of the two voices. Is that correct? No, I'm the low one. You did low one, no, That's me. <laughs> who's that? Who's the fella, Gina? Are you being held hostage? No, this is yeah. my friend Jack. He's been listening to our radio station forever, and the one ra- the one time that he didn't listen, I'm on it. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? What are, you, what are you talking about? I've never heard of you at all. Jack, I don't know this woman. We've never spoken to her before. She's a lunatic. I don't, I don't know either. She paid me to come in a car and go on Periscope. Hey. Don't talk all that. She paid me to come in the car and go on Periscope. Steady. <laughs> now, speaking of cars, how is, how is the new car, Gina? Is it good? Uh, ask Jack. He's sat in it. What do you reckon? It's a nice car. Yeah. It's a nice what, you're in it now? Yeah. We're in it right now. Oh. It's getting sexy. Right now. <laughs> right now, and we were talking about you, and I put talk radio on, I was like, oh my god, we should still ring him while we're on Periscope. Well, yeah. So we can log on to my Periscope. Well, you can, because we haven't got Periscope tonight, because my Wi-Fi's down, so give us your Periscope name so everyone can go and watch uh, you. Uh, 
You let down. It's Gina Hartley, 20. <laughs> Me let down? The, the blooming idiots that run this place that they can't get the Wi-Fi to work for more than three nights in a row. They've let me down. I'll have to come all the way down there and sort them out. Oh, blimey. Gina's, Gina's feisty. Gina likes taking things into her own hand and finishing them off. Well, she's got car, will travel. She's got car, will travel. How's the new job going, Gina? Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. Getting good tips? Well, oh. we get... Well, no, we will got quite a few in the tip jar, but it don't get emptied till the end of the month. Oh, so. that old Oh, the flipping tip jar. Come on, guys. What's wrong? What's wrong with slipping the waitress or waiter a £5 note and saying, keep that for yourself? Come on. Well, I don't want that, because I'm the barmaid. Oh, well, oh, fair. Hang on, yeah. oh, in that case. Bring on the tips jar. In that case, tips jar it is. Tips, tips ahoy. When people say to you, one for yourself, <laughs> do you take one? Well, no, actually, I don't. Oh. Do they say that anymore? That's a very 80s thing to I say. I used to do it. And a, and, a, and a common northern thing to do. Oh. Do you, do you, do they say that to you, Jean? Have one for yourself. No, but if you want to know a really random story, one of the locals came in and gave me uh, a pack of six eggs. A pack of French hens? Fish eggs. Fish <laughs> eggs? Fish eggs. That's caviar! Fish eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken eggs. Oh, chicken, oh, chicken egg. eggs. Why, do, why would you say chicken? Why not just say eggs? Because <laughs> we know we know what eggs are. Oh, eggs. All right, yeah. yeah. Not chicken no, eggs. Jack, yeah, Jack says it could have been duck egg. Any egg, really. Any egg. Jack, they could have... Jack, if you say eggs, right, Jack, you're yeah. going to assume that they're chicken eggs. You are, that's true, actually. They're egg eggs. You gave us too egg. much egg information. For crying out loud. What do you do for a living, then, Jack, or have you just <laughs> recently got out of prison? <laughs> I'm literally just out of prison, yeah. I'm on parole. Good for you. Well, that's that's <laughs> what we like to hear. <laughs> Rehabilitation. Yeah. Going well. Uh, what did you think, what did you think, Jack? When... You give me hostage. You see, well, exactly. Sexy times going on in the car. She doesn't oh. seem bothered, Have you, she? have <laughs> you, Gina, have you made out in the car yet? Yeah, have no. you? that's a good question, have you? Good question, isn't it, Jack? That is a good question. Gina? I feel, like, I feel like this is an exclusive. I think I should be getting paid for this. Well, Jack, give her a fiver. No, or tell, her fish eggs. In, tell her to put uh, it in the tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Cara says I need to shout out. Shout out to Cara because oh, she's watching Periscope. Changing the subject. Yes, there we go. So Gina has put out there. Well, Gina, listen, it's always <laughs> nice to talk to you, Jack. It's good. Thanks for being a listener. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> You sucky get. Hey, listen, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Gatford, uh, we've got loads of calls. I'm not going to give the number out. Let's have this. Yes, Simon. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. How are you doing, Stephen? Oh, someone's just sent me um, a clip of me interviewing Richard Herring 15 years ago. Oh, dear. It was, it was, it was the, it was, I remember it well. I remember it well. It was at the Edinburgh Festival, my first ever live television show. It was a flipping car crash. A car crash. Absolute awful. You know, I, I was at the end of it, I was supposed to throw to Jenny Eclair. She buggered off, <gasps> right? So I had three minutes of live TV to fill. I didn't have a flipping clue. And then they pushed Steve Coogan on. And Steve Coogan started back because it was Perio Awards. It was owned by Nescafe. Nescafe, um, Nestle had just taken over from Perrier, just owned Perrier. And we weren't allowed to mention the fact that the, uh, the baby melt they give to African babies. He started banging on about the baby melt. Of course he did it, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. <laughs> I think he'd been having a good night. And um, it was a car crash. And someone's just reminded me of that. Oh, guys, please, 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 please. Anyway, Simon. 
How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Hang on a minute. Id, why has Ed, who was queued up to come on, disappeared? I don't know. I tried to call him back, and he's not picking up. Ed, tell Ed to puck up. Puck up. Puck mm. up your phone. And Ed, puck, Ed, puck up your phone. Ed, he's going to call you, Ed, and puck up your phone now. I'm going to stop Why that game. Why have you become South African? Because I want to go down the slab, my lady. I didn't mean to shoot her, my lady. I no, thought it was no, a burglar. No, I thought it was a... immunity officer, Reeks. I thought it was a burglar. <laughs> that, that, I, I, I needed a wee-wee, and I wanted to go on the slab, my lady. He's been done for murder now, hasn't it? Yeah. And we... Well, yeah. Has he been done for murder? Not sure. We can't... thing is that we can say anything we want. Well... Well? Yeah. But he... Well, he shot her. He shot Reva Steenkamp. So says the so says the law in South Africa. He shot. No, but that, that's not. There's nothing contentious about that. He yeah. shot Reva Steenkamp, mm. and he wanted to go on the slad. No, that was no, that was a different story. Yes, Simon. I watched Triangle last night after you were talking about oh, it. Now, now, no don't spoilers. Don't tell me anything because that is next on my list. Very good film. Well, really enjoyed it. Today I watched Time and Time Crimes. I haven't seen that one. Oh, hang on a minute, you hang, see on a minute. It. hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let's just let the fella, let's let the fella indulge us with his, his, tri- his triangle. He's going to tell well, me about the triangle, though. No, he's not going to spoil it. Was it was good. It was okay. It was good fun. And then I watched some guy dissecting it on YouTube and explaining the timelines. Well, just be careful. Just, all right. We, we've got a trick. And that careful. was the thing that blew my mind. Well. Is that. Well. well okay, it we just ca- got confusing. Well, of course it got confusing. We, we can't. Have you watched Primer yet? Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, have you that's... seen the timelines for Primer? Oh, that, that's just crazy. Yeah, there's like about 12 different f- films yeah. going on. You don't realise it at all. Um, well, try, for those, okay, for those who don't know, I'm obsessed by, um, um, time travel. I'm gonna write a time travel book. I watched a time travel film tonight on YouTube, right? It's called 41, right? And it's low budget, and the acting is pony, um, and I really enjoyed it, but my friend Lino, I said, oh, you should watch this film, it looks really good, and he watched it about ten minutes behind me, he hated it. He was furious, he was saying that he was trolling me on Twitter. Trolling me. Um, but, uh, you, um, well, uh, we can't talk about this film, Simon. No, I know. I know, but I just thought I'd share that I was, I'd watched it after the discussion Well, last I'm night. glad you joined. Well, in that case, tonight's, uh, today's homework film is Time Crimes. Okay, I'll yep. look for it now. You go and you go and look for it now. Illegal. You go and no, well, you go and what? I no. Go and. L- l- Do you remember what the Spanish title was? Cronos y manemanos. No. Cronos homosexualis. No. Yes. Yeah. Crono crimenes. Crono homosexualis. Nothing to do with homosexualis. Is it right though? The the homosexual. Yeah, it would be the time gaze. That would be no. The Cronos homosexualis. That is a film. <laughs> that is a that is a film if ever there was one. Chronos homosexualis. The time homosexual. The, yep. The time what would ga- that be about? Well, in England they call it time gays. <laughs> it's about um, a couple of gays that um, travel. They through use time. the word gay in Spanish as well. So. Yeah, well, no, Chrono gay. <laughs> well, they, they, uh, yeah, but they so they they travel through time, but they can only travel through time. Um, uh, they have a. Um, All right, no, I don't want to know. What? Can, I know exactly where your mind's can, going. Can we say they have a, um, a, a magic butt plug? <laughs> that when inserted. All right! Okay, we get it. T- sends them. Okay. Oh, Ed's back! Ed, you pucked up your phone? Yeah. I why think... did Why did you put your phone down, Ed? I don't know. I'm not sure I can follow the uh, periscope lady. I'm going to puck up my thinking. fust, and I'm going to fuss you in the face in a moment. <laughs> 
I'm not, I'm not gonna fuss anybody in the fuss in a minute. That's not happening. But, Ed, you've, you, you've called in, and it's, it's great to have you on the show this evening. What have you got for us? Um, I just wanted to put it out there. Oh, oh, a little bit more of a, <laughs> possibly. Yes. Well, you know how everyone's been dying this year? Well, a lot of people have, not everyone. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people. Yeah. But, equally, very rich people. I reckon they've all bought a ticket. I don't think they've died. I think the end is nigh. I think they've bought a ticket for the, 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 the big balloon that takes them off to another planet. Right. Prince had the money. No, think hang on. about it. Hang on, I've got, I've got better music for, for uh, a, a theory like this. Hang on so a second. So they, they all think they're going to go off to make a better life for themselves. And then David well, Guest gets on board. The <laughs> mega rich people have offered people like Prince a spot in the in in the spaceship to entertain them on the journey. Um, it's going to be some cabaret lounge, isn't it? Um, uh, well, wh- where are they going though? <laughs> Away from here. It's not. Do you know what? It's not a crazy theory because, as we know, the Yeti is about to declare war on us. Well, either that will help us. And um, there is a theory, Ed. That, um, that it is possible to travel between dimensions, okay? Absolutely. And that these people have checked out of their physical, the physical realm, the, 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 what dimension are we in? The second, the third. We're in the third dimension. And they've travelled, like, into, like, the seventh dimension or something, where, um, they've, they've worked out how to slip through into the seventh dimension. Are you saying that that is what Prince has done? Well, I, I think it involves spaceships, not dimensions. Okay. But yeah, I think they're ready to go. They're filling it one we by never, one. We never saw Osama bin Laden's body. Should that worry us? Should that worry those people? Saw, exactly. We, should that worry the people that are going on this spaceship that bin Laden has, um, has vanished? You know, he, he might have been stockpiling the money, enabling us, enabling us, but enabling oh! them. He's outed you, himself. You ever see what you've done there? You've done a Jimmy Savile. You are hiding. I don't mean, you know, that. I don't, you are hiding in plain sight. Where's the best place to hide, Catherine? In plain sight. And that's what Ed's done. I, I hadn't even considered this possibility. Then Ed phones up and tells us that all of the celebrities are pretending to be dead to go on a balloon mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, another planet. Mm-hmm. And then he's just let slip. He's one of those, but he's a multi, he's a, um, uh, not an oxymoron. Not an octogenarian. He's an oligarch. And we go... We're going to need a master of ceremonies. We're going to need someone to get us through the first six, seven he's not, years. He's not even pretending it's not him now. No, he's, he's in. He's he in. And, 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 you know, Ian, I think you could bring something to the table. I don't... We're only looking... It's only, you know, we're only looking for six, seven, eight, nine figures. Yeah. That's it. I, so far, you've only got blokes, really, though. I... Well, well, I don't th- think... I could stand, I could honestly look myself in the spectral mirror after I'd just stood on stage and announced Prince or David Bowie. Two men who, if I'm honest, I think were grossly overrated. I don't think I could, I don't think I could do it, Id, so I'm going to decline your uh, spectral offer. Well, because you've got integrity. You've got integrity, yeah. It's not just that, it's not just that. You see, David was actually up there for the magic. He's a performer away from music and, and, and stage. He, he's on Hang the on, who's doing the magic? Daniels or, Daniels or Guest? Well, or it, Bowie? Paul Daniels is the main performer, actually. We've got him on four or five times a night. He, yeah. He's going to be coming on. It, he's singing. He's, he's a crooner. Ed, I'm, 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 I'm really not... Um, did we lose a couple of callers? I think a couple of, someone moved on. I don't know. I'm, I'm really... I cannot... I have got integrity. I cannot stand on a stage and with all honesty say, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome the great, the fantastic, well, David Jones, Ziggy Stardust. No, it's David Bowie. I couldn't do it. 
I couldn't do it. I would, I would consider myself, um, a, 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 a cheat. What if they paid you in, like, interdimensional pounds? Oh, yeah, 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 do it then. Fair play. Just had a tweet from someone saying, did you just call me? The name of that tweeter? Go on. Kronos Homosexualis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the internet is working or not. I mean, I don't really want to get too bogged down by it. I mean, if I've just sent myself an email, if the email arrives, then uh, it is working. Um, Kathy's on the line. Good evening, Kathy. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. hip. Well done, Kathy. Oh. How are we both? Oh, I'm fine. I think we might have internet. You talk to Catherine. I- I'm listening, but I'm just... I'm He's doing messing with his phone, as usual. Doing boys' things. It's annoying, isn't it? Oh, How are you, man. Kathy? What, what's, what's been going on today? Been at work all day, looking in people's eyes, and come home, got really bad She's a, ma- she's a matchmaker. She's a, ro- she's a romanticist. Is that what you are? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I look in people's eyes to make sure that their eyes aren't poorly. And... Today, everyone all right? Can't tell you that. They might know who I am. Yeah, exactly. Ah. It's, it's patient, conf- patient, um, boots technician confidentiality. Oh, I didn't know she was a boots technician. Now you've said that. I don't work in boots. I work for the NHS. You swine. Ooh. Dare you. You take it for. <laughs> what you got for us, Cathy? Well, I was just listening to you with, uh, Mr Herring, yep. who followed for years. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? If it, if it goes well on Monday... Yeah. We could have Lee and Herring 2.0. Well, this is the this is the thing. Yes, of course. Stuart Lee, um, sadly, no longer performing with Richard Herring. I could reply. I could reply. Stuart Lee is one of the, the the cleverest people working in this business at the moment, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, seen him a few times. Though. He's very good. He's good. I've seen. Yeah, him he, a there's of a times. man who is terrifying, though. God, can you imagine trying to interview him? Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't think I could interview Stuart Lee. Yeah. Well. Um, by the way, t- we're, Periscope is working now, periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee, but it means I, I, I might turn it off in a bit because I can't do Twitter because uh, my computer... Anyway, by the by, by the by. Um, yeah, so you're, but you're a fan of Richard Herring. I'm quite, I'm intimidated by him, Cathy. I'm intimidated by him, if I'm completely honest. I met him and he was really sweet when I met him. He gave me a hug and a photograph and... I don't want a hug or a photograph. It's I'm worried... you were giving him dollar, Cathy. I'm worried he's going to force a hug and a photograph <laughs> on me. I don't want anything of the sort from the man. Just go with the flow. He's got, he gives a good hug. Okay. Well, well I might do. Uh, have you, <laughs> are you a fan of his, um, his podcasts? Uh, I've listened to some of them. Uh, like, um, as it occurs to me, so I'm really happy that's coming back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Cathy. I will, um, I'll do my best not to, uh, not to embarrass us uh, at the side and let the side down. Was, um, have you watched Continuum, liking time travel? Uh, now, which... Oh, I have seen Continuum. Which one's that? That's not the one with Chris Christopher, is it? That's that's, mil- no. that's Millennium. What's Continuum? It's a TV series. It's recently oh. finished, so you should be able to find the entire series somewhere. I, it's I, really good. It, what, did, now, did right. it finish with a satisfying conclusion? <laughs> yeah, you see? And this yes is and why... No. Yeah. <laughs> This, this is, is why you don't watch series. Interpretation, isn't it? At the end, it was rubbish, wasn't it? Is what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> no, no, it's really good. It just knocked onto the next got series, to the end and you're like, oh. well, yeah. the last series, instead of giving them a full series, they only gave them like four episodes to wrap it up. There was a great. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm just trying to get this tripod set up. There was a great television series about time travel, and it was a fella. What was? I can't remember what it's called, but it was American. I remember seeing it. And um, a girl I used to go to college was was uh, was in it, and he would travel back in time, 
and he'd have to solve like a crime or something. But it all linked back to his his life. He was somehow connected to the people that were involved in the crime or something. All right. I think he woke up naked as well every time. Excellent. His his clothes couldn't time travel. Was that not lost? Were they? No. (laughs) They seem to wake up at the beginning of each episode. No, I can't think what it was. If anyone knows, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. There was another brilliant TV series as well called The Room, right? And this guy, it was only a pilot series. They never made it into a proper series, which they should have done. And it was this guy, right? And he had this this key for a, a room in a motel, right? And every time he went in there, he would open. Oh, what happened? He went in there, and there was like stuff. You know that game where you put things on a tray and you get yeah. the kids look at it, and then you put Kim's it- game. What? Kim's game. I don't know what you mean. That's what they used to call it, guides. I don't know why. Yeah, brownies. Yeah. Right, and they take something away, you remember what's there, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he would go in this room, and it would be like in the 50s or something, and there would be something missing from the room each time. Then he'd open a door and go through to, like, another dimension, and he had to get the thing that was missing from... Well, that sounds really good. I don't really... So sorry I missed it. um... Tell you what, I started watching a really brilliant new series last night. Oh, yeah. I don't... I'm not sure whether it'll take off or not, but it'll have to see how it goes. It's called, um... Breaking Bad? Oh, come on I think now. it might do all right. <laughs> come on now. Do you think it will? Mm. I've not I'm watched it. I'm only two episodes in, so I'm not, not sure That's yet. That's the only one, right? That's the only one that ended sufficiently for me. The only one. The, re- the rest of them, they've all ended terribly. Terribly. And this is why I don't oh, watch American television. Or we've television. left it and left it and kind of were going through Netflix and we thought, let's do it. You're diving. It's good. It is good, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Breaking Bad. You'll you'll dig that. The rest of it is um, everything else is rubbish. Kathy, thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Gatford. Evening, boss. Evening. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. You are a bit of a tip, though. To be fair. Oh, yes. Yeah. Come wow. on. I mean, a bit. A bit. But you know, a bit. Not a lot. Wow. But a bit. It's kind of part of the charm, though, isn't it? Because you can't well, ever be as much of a tip. Part of the reason I started listening to it. Yeah. Because, you know, so, there you go. Was it early edition, that television show? Which television show? The one you were saying that, about the bloke who goes back in time and wakes up naked. No, it was called, like, it was called, okay. like, The Traveller or something. Oh, okay. The Traveller. That's good, name for sure. The Traveller. And he you would... Should, it, you should put that to pilot. It was really... Oh, well, it's been made. It was really good. And then they cancelled it after one series. Oh. Uh, they do that, though, don't they? Yeah, so. they do that. And I, I'd, I'd invested a lot of time. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was proper good, actually. We got, it was called... Cool, it, it, it was called The Traveller, I'm you, sure. You could do a topic based on TV shows you invested in without good endings. You know, you get quite a lot of mileage out of that. Well, let's see how much mileage we've got. The phones aren't lighting up, Gatford, so none. Give it, give it the 14 seconds for the delay. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We'll give it, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll give it yeah, uh, yeah. 30 seconds. Here we go. Hang on, here we go. Yes, come on up. Yeah. This is for television series that you invested in that let you down. And if you literally invested yeah, we, money in, you, yeah. boy, oh boy, I want to hear that more than anything else, but yes. 0844, whatever the number is. Wow. Call us now. Is it 139? Jeez. No. 489, 1000. Call you back. Literally nobody's call ing ing because the topic oh, is pony. I fell over today. Oh. What are you in the four? rain? On my knees. I bought new shoes. 
and they don't have a lot of uh, water resistant grip. Oh, so you couldn't get purchase. <laughs> no, it's right. right. So for I went. Me a tit. Serves well, you right. Well, well, and you know, do you know what? Do you know how that happened? It's because I went back in time to um uh, to uh, and I made I went back in time to make you fall did over. Did you vaseline? Like did you vaseline his souls? I, I vaselined his souls. Well, <laughs> <coughs> how did you find the vaseline? It's well hidden in the house. Or did you bring? My your mum had a tin of vaseline, big tub of vaseline. <laughs> it was ancient, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well which I when she moved into a home, it was about eight years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would have been about uh, 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 thirty-five, something like that, 30, thirty-four, and go, um, go that on, that and I cleared the house out. Right, I made a terrible pig's ear of that. Uh, anyway, I cleared the house out, and that yep. jar of Vaseline was still there. It was still a third full, and I'd been using that as a baby. I mean, that, that Vaseline had been there since that was that Vaseline was about forty years old. But Vaseline, you can't, um, you can't germinate it you can't uh, infiltrate it with germs because the vaseline will kill it is that right yes what? you can what? eat vaseline no you what? can't yes you can yes Whoa. you can can Would we you want to, well this is the thing okay guys um uh, g- g- we're gonna do this we're gonna put out a disclaimer if it kills you you, uh, you can't sue me right. can somebody don't. please make a piece of toast don't. put vaseline don't. on it or Vicks vapor rub. Oh, no, no, don't do that because I can tell you that that no. makes you very ill. Okay, Vaseline then. Vaseline then, because apparently everyone that works here is a pussy. <laughs> can you put Vaseline on yeah. and eat it and prove to these suckers what I think I'm sure I heard someone my, say to me once? My gran ate Vicks once and she was violently, violently sick. So don't. But Vicks is your sister. She is actually, but in this occasion I was talking about Vicks vapor rub, which is best applied to the feet. Hold on, I'm looking at. Uh, uh, did you just do the Michael Bolton? Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, I do little. I do now, little aside for, for those who want. Periscope is up and running, but it won't be for much longer because I can't get my computer to work, and I want to go on Twitter more than I want to stream the video feed. Uh, but yes, if you do watch on Periscope, I do little comic asides like this. But, but that backs up my theory that you are a bit of a tit. Thanks for calling, Gatford. Let's go. Uh, Ga- oh, Gatford. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, sorry. What? Okay, uh, Alan Caddick's on the line. Hey. Well, what time? Hi, what time do you call this, Cad? Don't blame me. Blame my mum. Oh, well, it's a bit bit unfair. She's not well. Yeah, a bit unfair, man. I'm not going to blame a woman who's recently out of hospital. <laughs> yeah, you're well, about two times and not late, Alan. What's going on? Hard to put my mum to bed and all that. Okay, well, F- fifty minutes late and no, no intro. No, where's this key phrase that pays? Well, I'm not in the mood for a hip, hip, hip tonight. Well, oh. well, all right, Alan, why don't you bring us all on your downer? Yeah. Yeah, because um, you asked me who was me mum saving a fire yesterday. Oh, yes. Uh-oh. No, I've got no answer for it. Oh, so you've let me down? Oh, no. Not, not just you, Ian. Also, all of us. I'm not happy with Eid as well. Why, why, with Eid, the, the, um, Indian? Is it Indian or is it Muslim? Yes, Islamic, yes. Is the Muslim Festival Ed. of Light. No, Ed. Well, what, the Ed, caller he, we, the caller we had on earlier? I'm confused. I no, think he means your, um, Antipodean, Antipodean friend and the, uh, desk. Yeah, the Antipodean desk jo- jockey. Okay, yeah. yes. Well, what's your, what's your beef, Alan? Well, he told me, right, you'd have a guess on it, Tinnacus, yeah. and he would call me back in half an hour, but when I listened in, Someone claimed my spot of first caller. Oh. Right. Well, the thing is, right, technically, it's not your spot. I'm sure made it my own. Well, yeah, but you, you didn't, you didn't call in in time. 
Well, I did call at ten o'clock, but he said he'd call me back in half an hour. Right, well, the guest was only on for 15 minutes. Um, how do you respond to that, uh, um, Alan? Sorry, Nora. Sayonara. Well, sayonara, Gafford. Sayonara. Sayonara. Well, nobody... Great great phoning topic there, because literally nobody's... Called. Okay, another one that I invested um, time in um, was Invasion. And I'm all on my Sky Plus box, right? Mm. And it was slow. It was really slow. It had this guy, and he's a good actor. He's got um, hair. Yeah. And it had two really hot... I mean, just the, the cutest women... I've ever seen in any program like two com- from completely different ends of the cuteness spectrum but wow one looked like a hot boy and one was just like fit um and what happened Were they good actresses i don't know and what happened was uh, <sighs> i was supposed to say yeah now i know no because I, I, you just proved what i thought about you and what happened was right Mm. the um pods alien pods had landed underwater right and some and it turned out that some members they of the, hot alien pods uh, they, oh yeah get right, in there take it seriously right go on and they had it's like invasion of the body snatchers right and they'd taken over some of the um um people that lived in the town right and um it turned out that the chief copper, the sheriff, was one of the aliens. Right. right? Yeah. And I, t- I, I take them all, and I watched about eight back to back because I was ill. Right. It got to the end of the series. End of the series. End of the series. Oh, it's really good. It's gone really boring, really boring. Then it gets really good, really good, really good, really good. And then they never made any more. Right. And that to me is bang out of order. Bang out of order. So, okay. um. Well, I did that with Lost. I did about three series before I thought, oh, hang on a minute. How many have they made? Oh, no. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Lost was good. And then the last 20 minutes, she went, oh, you winkers. Mm. Oh, I can't believe you've done that. It's when they kept, when I kept reading that they made another series, I thought, oh, they're never going to wind this up. Oh, well, of course, the best series of Lost. Was it th- four? Right, well, Do you know what happened? given up by then. Do you know what happened? No. They went back in time to the 70s. Oh, flipping. Yeah, up. yeah. Yeah, and that's when it got really good. Desmond was a time traveller. De- the, 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 the episode where Desmond travels through time, I mean, that was literally, oh, that was an amorphic, no orgasmic. <laughs> right. That was just well, like... I'm sorry, I missed it. No, you but I was having a life. Wowzers. Uh, well, I was having a life because thanks to me watching that programme, I got to go to Hawaii yeah. twice and, and stay in a five-star hotel. You mentioned it a couple of times. Yeah, I got paid yeah. top dollar as well. They did pay too. me a dollar, unfortunately, and it was really tricky to because I was in Hawaii. They screwed me totally. I didn't get much money out of it. Oh. Uh, terrible tax problems there. But that's by the by. So, um, that's an hour down, two hours to go. And that's kind of how I'm viewing the show this evening. Um, an hour down... Two hours to go. Let's just get our heads down and, and get on with it and, and see where we end up. I'm not expecting too much from tonight's show. I think I have lowered my standards quite significantly. You had standards? Wow. I've got no, the thing is, I've got, cause, cause I haven't done anything today. Cause I've got nothing to talk about. All I did today was, was slept in late, went up, got up, saw my therapist, was going to go and see a mate, then I cancelled. Then I came back home. I just went to bed and made myself sleep. I can make myself sleep. Oh, can you? How do you do it? Uh, well, I, you can't, you've just got to be really miserable. <laughs> you've just got to be really miserable. And then you've just got to, um, uh, you, it's like there's no place like home. And then you fall asleep. But when you wake up, aren't you slightly disappointed? Yeah, 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 because I want to sleep forever. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, and, and, and that is the, the, the downside of this thing that we call life, unfortunately. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. 
Talk Radio. Thanks to everybody who suggested... Yes, it was Journeyman. Um, I do feel I've come to the show ill-prepared for a, 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 a show this evening. I've got some bits and pieces in the papers that we can have a look at. Um, can you live off of eating Vaseline? Uh, I, I stand by what I told my sister once. You can survive on eating pseudocreme. I'm pretty sure that you that you can. I'm not suggesting you do it. But if you have any evidence, science-based, or, um, uh, uh, that backs it up, do give us a call. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Stop, I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Vaseline. I think you can. I don't think it's toxic. And I suppose if you, um, well, you get flavoured Vaseline. I'm not, I'm not, you know, if you try it, then on your own head be it. All right, guys. Um, it, you get flavoured, uh, that's the table making that noise. That's not me farting, although I can't recreate it now. And I have been farting during the year, so, you know, gives you one hand, takes with the other. Um, you do get 0844-499-1000, by the way. If you call up between now and 12, we will call you back. You do get flavoured Vaseline. Cocoa-flavoured, don't you? Al- almond? Almond? Mark Almond-flavoured? Um, Honey-flavoured? <laughs> do you? 
I don't know. You could eat, you could live on chapstick. If you, if you, um, were on a, a, a boat that crashed on an island, I've got indigestion all the time. That's a bad thing, isn't it? If you were on a boat that was transporting chapstick to China, um, and it crashed and everyone else died apart from you and a big box of chapstick, a crate of chapstick washed up, you could, I think you can survive on that. You could eat that and, and actually lead a, a pretty healthy life. I'm, I'm kind of sure on that. I don't know if we have any members of the scientific community listening, or if we have anybody who has been shipwrecked with a load of chapstick for China. Um, but do give us a call and let me know your thoughts, please. 0844 uh, I am always happy to admit, not happy, I will always admit when I'm wrong. It hasn't happened yet. But if it does, then I will. But I'm not sure it will, because I'm pretty confident of those things. Uh, also, what else are we talking about? TV shows that you invested time in only to either have them end suddenly or um, for the end to be rubbish. After Lost or, or, or during Lost, there were a rash of lost cash-ins there was flash forward of course which um i didn't i bought the book i've got the book apparently the book's brilliant the tv series was pony there was another one wasn't there where a plane crashed in the desert and it was so obviously a lost rip-off it was a plane crashed in the desert and wasn't there an attack on the White House as well? But I have no idea what that was. It looked quite good. And I think I may have even watched the first episode. But it was Pony. I think. Oh, 0844 499 Tris is on the line. Evening, Tris. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Tris. Hip, hip, hip. <laughs> oh, a bit loud, that. Yeah, there we go. Yes, That's yes. the one. That's yeah. the one. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm all right. I, I, I do feel... Um, I've not got enough for the show tonight, and, and normally I can come on and I can busk it, but I, I, I haven't got, A, I haven't got any content, and B, yeah. I haven't got the vibe. So those two things means, I feel like I'm delivering slim pickings this evening. Where's your mojo at? Man, I don't know where my mojo is at the moment. I think, I think it broke. Yeah. I think it broke. It's aging it. Happens to us all. Well, it is. I'm 43 next week. Can you believe it? <sighs> yeah. Mm. Depressing, isn't it, getting older? How, how old are you? Don't tell me. 39. Oh, no. 32. No, oh, I was way off there. Look, I can't even get You're my age. Off, my yeah. age. But 32 is old. I mean, you, you've, I mean, you've got more than... I have... Pro if I'm lucky, I'm li at the halfway point of my life. If I'm lucky, right? You, right you're yeah. probably about a third of the way through your life. Just, just over a third of the way through your life. I'm over halfway yeah. through mine. Flipping heck. And I, I just, it's, it's just happened, you know, it's not, it's, there's, there's yeah. been no plan, no mm. direction, I'm just here, and if I've got this far with no plan, then, you know, what's to come, it's, uh, Have you got a pension? Got that's got me on a downer. Have you got I a pension? Have, I have got a pension, but it's been running for, what, three months, so there's probably 20-odd quid in it. Yeah, I, I didn't start a pension until about six years ago, right? Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. And, um, there's, uh, th I keep looking at it, right, and I go, oh, that's a lot of money, right? It's not really, because then I think, right, well, that's got, hang on a minute, 
that's got to last me 30 years of my life. Flip it, and it works yeah, out yeah. about... It works out at the moment something like 200 quid a month. What? That's right. Yeah. What the hell? Jeez, I'm I'm hoping that my um uh, 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 pension man is investing in arms and um well not cigarettes because <laughs> cigarette stock must have dropped. I've have a word with him. Anyway, Trish, so I've get, I've I've certainly depressed you. What have you called in for? Oh, not a lot. Just um just 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 phoning in really. I had a day with I had a day with the kids today. How'd that go? We went out. Well, it was all right. We went out. We went out in the in 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 the peeing rain. Yeah, and uh, we got absolutely drenched. And I got my got my eldest to pick where we're going to go and have lunch. Beautiful. She picked, she picked Wagamama. Oh, classy! Um, I like yeah. it. Yeah, very nice. Very middle class. Look at you, Tris. Oh, yeah, look at me. Oh. Uh, look at me and my pension. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And um, we uh, were having a little play with the having a little play with the chopsticks, and she was very, but she's sick. She's very, very intent on um, eating with the chopsticks. Yeah. And she sort of, I mean, I, I can't do it myself, but she was trying to. Look, Why can't you do it? Because to... chopsticks are easy. You know that, don't you? Chopsticks are easy. Oh, they're not that fiddly, and I don't know. It's my Western hand, isn't it? I can't do it. Well, I can't wait a minute. You're saying the Chinese and the Japanese have got different hands to us now. <laughs> I don't know, well, no, I wasn't quite, wasn't quite saying that, but, but no, I, I, well, I, I, maybe they have. I, I don't I, know. I, maybe I don't know. I've, no, I've never persevered. I've, I've never. I've now you tried. mentioned on it, Tris. I've never looked at a Chinaman or a Japanese woman's hands ever. I've never seen their hands. No, no. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't summon it to mind. Really, oh, but, I should uh, be thinking about it. If I had the internet, I'd Google it. Oh, what a surprise! The internet's down. I can't go- Google a Chinaman's hands. I'm very, <laughs> very suspicious now. This is odd. Anyway, go on, Tris. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, she persevered. Anyway, bless her. And um, we were sat in Wagamama was eating a bowl of noodles for an hour and forty-five minutes today. Oh. It got oh, it was very painful. She she finished every last one, <laughs> but an hour and forty five minutes sitting there. Oh well, well done her. And that, imagine yeah. you know that's that's Chinese families meals for the first six seven years of their lives before they learn how to use it. Meals go on for <laughs> yeah, days. Sorry. Oh well, good for her for having a go and having the patience to sit down because my my kids we go in a, we go in a restaurant. Yo sushi is their favourite place. Boy, yo sushi oh, yeah. is expensive. Man, it's so expensive. Um, unless you go on a Monday when it's Blue Bowl Monday. But, um, okay. but they, they'll, they'll want to go there and they'll sit there. And then, like, after 15 minutes, they're like, yeah, I had enough board. Hang on a minute. I've just sat down. And my thing hasn't come around the conveyor belt that I want to eat yet. <laughs> well, I had, I had, I had one of them begging me to leave and I had the baby crying in my lap. But, um, yeah, she, um, oh, she well, pressed on. But, well, well uh, done. No, it, was, it was a nice day. And, uh, I didn't want to. Is I it going to discourage her? Is that good for you? Is it going to rain all week? Because I've got the boys. Yes, that, oh, flip it! Because I just bought a kite. I bought a vanker the other day. Yeah, I heard you say. Yeah, I got a vanker, and it's, it should be coming tomorrow. I think a kite, and um, I was really hoping we could go and um, go and have a bit of simple pleasures. Go over the fields for for a day, and you know, take a picnic, take the dog, go for a paddle like we did before in the streams, and, fl- yeah, and get my vanker out. But um, it looks like it's not going to happen. Ah uh, well. You know, there's always next time, isn't there? There'll, there'll be other summers. There'll be others. I was listening, oh. I was listening to your um, uh, Adam Buxton podcast. Today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, the bit you were saying about how um, uh, when you're getting sacked from other places, how people don't like you. Yeah, I was, I was sort of, that's a bit of that sort of rang true with me because yeah. I, I, I don't really hold back when I when I disagree with someone, I tell them I disagree with them. Yeah, and I, I think like we have. 
maybe a sort of similar personality in the sense that people either like really get you or really don't like you. I've never <laughs> sort of had a middle ground with people with me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's either the polar, the polar opposites. But I think that's a good way to be, you know, because I've always thought if you like just let people say what they think, and if you fundamentally disagree, then you're sort of implying that you agree with them. But don't we all? Don't you want to be liked by everyone? I, I, I want to be liked by the right people. If people are idiots or they're bigoted or whatever, then I don't really sort of need them. I don't need them in my life, you know? No, I think it's a bad thing to be disliked, because if you're disliked for the right reason, if you're disliked for being yourself, at least yeah. you're sort of staying true to yourself. Yeah, I suppose, I, I get what you're saying. Tris, listen, thank you very much indeed. 0844 uh, is the phone number. Uh, we'll have a little look in the papers in a minute. So, so far, what have we got? Can you eat Vaseline and Sudocrem? I, I, I'm of the strong belief you can. I bet Sudocrem's a nice dip. You get some, um, uh, some Pringles, dip that in there, beautiful, or some, warm up a bit of pitta, cut, cut it up, beautiful. What's this dip? Sudocrem. What? Yeah. Savlon's over there. Um, and TV shows that you invested time in and either the ending was rubbish... Or they just cancelled it after a series. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Isn't it interesting? Um, the internet is down, so we've got no Periscope tonight. So we're not streaming the video, and we have a significant, um, significantly less callers than we normally have. Now, might be coincidence. It might be a coinky donk. Or it might be, it might have something to do with it. I wonder, I wonder. It might be just because it's half-term. Half-term is notoriously a tough time to be presenting a late-night phone-in. Although saying that, ah, this is what I meant to say. And my comment about um, uh, Kronos homosexualis may have put them off. Um, that we may have younger people listening, right, who wouldn't normally be listening because it was would be a school night. But, um... But it's not a school night. There's no... You're welcome to call. You're very, very welcome to call. We had a 12-year-old call up the other day, Amelia. Uh, You're welcome to call. The number is... And don't worry, guys. We call you back. In this hour, after 12, we don't. Uh, 0844-499-1000. I see in the newspapers, they're still banging on about that flipping monkey that got shot. Right? The sun, by the way, today is... The weirdest edition of a newspaper I've ever seen. None of the stories. Like, there's loads of stories in there. They're all about SEX, right? And none of them really make any sense. You look at them and go, um, why is, why is that a story? Why is that in your newspaper? None of it makes any sense whatsoever. I'll go through some of them a bit later on. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I fell into pit with gorilla. Uh, a Brit has told of his plunge into a gorilla pit, age five. <laughs> five. How do you fall into a gorilla pit? How do you do that? I don't understand wh- how that happens. Uh, and how he, an ape, Jambo, Jambo, survived. Levin Merritt, 35 was rescued at Jersey Zoo in 1986 as Jambo protected him from other gorillas. He spoke out after a gorilla was shot dead in the US when a boy of four fell into his pen. Levin of Billingshurst, West Sussex, said, I felt for the boy. 
but did they have to shoot it dead? Yes! They had to shoot it dead! Of course they had to shoot it dead! If that was my four-year-old in... Get me the gun. Shoot the... Shoot the flipping monkey now, otherwise I'm gonna go down there. I thought I would have gone down there. If, if my four-year-old had fallen, of course I'd have been down there. I don't understand why... Li- listen, it's really sad, right? Seriously. It's re- of course it's really sad that the, the, the monkey got shot. Of course it's sad, right? They're endangered species. Sad. Kind of sad if he was in a zoo. I don't think you should keep animals like that in a zoo, but that's by the by. But he had a four-year-old, right? And everyone's going, oh, he's protecting him. And, sorry, you know that how? You, 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 you know monkey psychology? You, you, how do you know he wasn't going to rip his head off and eat it? You, you haven't got a clue. They did, full story, page 16 and 17. This I gotta read. This I gotta read. Oh, (laughs) they've got a picture of this guy as an adult now, obviously, with a toy monkey. Flipping heck. A gorilla saved me. Uh, all right, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to um, Mike. Hello, Mike. Evening, Ian. How hip, are you? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Sorry, that's all right. I, I've not really listened to the show since I got introduced. No, I won't lie. Well, that's I, bad. I would. I thought you could open up to the democracy and have a couple of choices. I like hip hop, hooray, but that's just me. Well, no, that's a little bit um, pony. Nah, it's a bit Larry, but uh, I mean, but we don't, we yeah. don't do what hip hop, hooray. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Thanks. No, it's terrible. Why? Because we don't... Why we don't talk about hip-hop? We could. We won't. We might. We won't. Why? Because I don't like hip-hop. I don't know anything about hip-hop. Oh, that's an expansive statement to make you don't like hip-hop. There's many different genres of hip-hop. I, I don't like hip-hop and I don't like reggae. There we go. What about dancehall? No. Do you know what dancehall is? Is it like, um... Is it like Shakademus and Pliers? I don't know who they are. Ah, well, then we're at a non-pass. Yeah, we are. TV shows. It's funny you mention that, because I've got a special place of hatred for Lost in my heart, and I thought about it earlier. Sometimes, every few weeks, I like to take a moment and think about how much I hate Lost. I have got in the in the garage, still boxed, um, a, a toy hatch. A diorama, I believe they would call it, a model of the hatch. And I remember getting it thinking, right, I'm going to keep this in pristine condition, because in about mm. 30 years it'll be worth a fortune. It's in the uh, the garage, all battered now, mouldy. It deserves to be burned and spat on. Well, I, the thing is, right, part of the thing with Lost is, uh, uh, you know, it's a journey, not the destination. I enjoyed the journey, right? The last series I thought was a bit weak. But the last mm. 20 minutes, the, the ending was pony. But I did enjoy the first five series a lot. I agree, but I got so invested in that to a point where there was, like, offline games you could play and yeah. those things. Yeah. And I, eventually I found out... Do you know the meaning of the numbers? No, because the numbers don't mean anything. They did. There was so... Oh, wow, what was it? There was, they didn't, they basically, you go online and you could find out the numbers for the media, and that explained why the Dharma Initiative was there. No, it didn't. It didn't. Meeting, they it did, did all that stuff retrospectively. No, they didn't. I, I've still not even watched. You know, on the, there is a, on the, the, the box set, there's a 20-minute bonus episode of Lost that shows what happened when Hurley um, um, takes, over, takes over looking after the island. I've not even watched that. It doesn't redeem it. It's still pointless. It's still... He goes to see that kid who had psychic powers who he had to take out. He, obviously he got too big, yeah. It, no, it wasn't very good. But hey. that other show you were talking about... Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? No, go, 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 go on, go on. 
was, I think. I've got, I think my brother just tweeted you this as well, like a coincidence, just thought it was The Event. The Event, yes. Now, that only lasted a series, didn't it? I think maybe two. Possibly. And I never watched it. I never watched into the past two series, and that way you're probably guaranteed you'll get an ending. Well, what do you mean? You, uh, anything that la- lasts longer than two series you don't watch? No, I'll wait. What? Say for season two, I think, ah, oh, that looks all right. I'll wait, oh, well, American anyway. Yeah. I'll wait for it to go, to be renewed for a third season and then start on it as a general rule. Because otherwise, it might just end suddenly, and I hate that. I, I yeah, I know what you mean. I just don't bother. I mean, I, I, I did, like, the first four series, of, uh, three or four series of The Walking Dead, and I just thought, it, it's, it's the same every week, you know. It, they, 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 there's some zombies, and they've got to escape the zombies, and someone gets caught, and they rescue them, and... Uh, and yeah, I just... I find it really miserable. Yeah, well, it's, 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 you know, it's a post-apocalyptic... But I did that thing as well, if I'm, like, having a, a walk down, like, a slightly dark path, I always think, what would I do if it's like, I do it quite a lot, it's like, it, infected me. it still has, it's infected my psyche, where I think, oh, what would I do if zombies attacked there? And a bit like that thing with the gorilla, I've got a little girl, and I think, oh, what would I do in a zombie apocalypse? I think I'd be bad, I'd kill a lot of people. If, if, you, if your little girl fell into a, a monkey enclosure, right, you'd want the monkey shot, wouldn't you? Um. Oh. Yeah, I would. Ultimately, I would want the monkey. Sh- yeah, I, I probably won't bother. I'd just go and handle it myself. I think I'm from the north. I'd just jump down. Oh, there. I would jump Fairly down. I would jump down it. there. I mean, I've, I don't know anything about this family. Apparently, the dad wasn't there. But I would jump down. I would jump down there. Although the guard, the guards would stop you, wouldn't they? The guards would try and stop you. Uh, how does anyone fall into a monkey enclosure anyway? Well, don't because the normies are kind of angled on the top as well, aren't they? So you yeah. can't. How old was I? I've, I swear, I'm not followed this news story. I'll see the bit Daily Mail for me. He's four years old, the kitty. Was he? Oh, it's only a monkey in the day, isn't it? We all, do you know what, do you know what, what really well. annoys me? You know, it really annoys me, right? Yeah. We're all meat eaters, we all wear leather shoes, we all wear leather belts, yeah. we all get precious about certain animals. Like Cyril the lion. Oh, let's all get precious oh, that... about this lion. Yeah. We all eat meat. If you're, a, if you're a vegan, you don't wear leather shoes, you don't eat meat. Fair enough. You've got a right to say, actually, that's wrong. I eat me, I wear other shoes, so and so forth. I have no right to be sanctimonious about the death of animals, regardless of the reason for their deaths. Mike, thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, John. Good afternoon. Hip hip hip. Hooray. Um, in in the nineteen eighties. Yes. Uh, in in fact, I remember that it was specifically in September nineteen eighty four. And I, I remember this because um, when I was watching it, um, a, a news flash came on the screen to say that Prince Harry had been born. Yes. But anyway, there was a, a science fiction series called The Tripods, yes. which was about oh, aliens. I know where you're going with this. Go on, yeah. 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 There was a, a load of aliens. Based on a John Wyndham book, I think. Yeah, but the aliens were controlling humans in, I think it was set 50 years in the future, but they'd reduced humans back to sort of 18th century technology. Mm, a beanstalk! A stick it, for holding beans! I like it, it! And it was meant to be a, a trilogy, like three series. Yes. So uh, they did the first two series, yeah. and then they cancelled it, and we never found out what happened in the end, because they never showed the third... They never even made or showed the third series. And that was and, British. That was the BBC. And uh, I've, I've been annoyed with the BBC ever since then, and I've always wanted to know how did the... Because the the I, I remember at the end of the second series, the humans were left in a a big uh, sort of cliffhanger situation, yeah. discovering that the village had been destroyed, and we never found out how you, they con- conquested you, the um, aliens. You could read the book. Oh, by the way, Ian. Hello. 
we are very nearly at the end of the month, so I can do my monthly update. What? Um, yes, the, the total, um, the statistics for the 12 months from June 2015 to May 2016 inclusive. What statistics? In, in, the, in that 12 month period, the total number of votes cast for each candidate was Daniel Radcliffe, 73. What? Prince Louis of Luxembourg, 64. Yeah. Freddie Woodward, 61. Um. Peter Phillips, 49. Yeah. Ben Hardy, 33. Uh-huh. Gareth Bale, 30. I'm just writing this down, yep, 30. Adam Blampier, 26. Right. Jamie Borthwick, 17. Yes. Dane DeHaan, 14. Skandar Keynes, 14. Skandar Keynes? Liam Payne, 13. Right. Alex Pettifer, 12. How long is this going to go on for? There's, tw- there's 22 altogether. Right, wh- but, but who, wh- what are they? Th- these are my uh-uh statistics. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, the number of times you err uh, to each person. Yes. Oh, no. What kind of show do you think this is, John? Evening, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio 0844 499 1000. Imagine keeping a log of your, um, well, your logs, log offs. I mean, strange. Anyway, a British man saved by a gorilla after falling into its pen 30 years ago says a US zoo was right. Oh, he's agreeing with them to kill silverback Harambe after a similar plunge on Saturday. Levin Merritt was five when he tumbled into the gorilla enclosure at Jersey Zoo. What is, I don't I mean, I don't even like zoos, really. I mean, nature reserves, you know, I, yeah, I can kind of dig. But zoos themselves, are, they're horrible, aren't they? Very Victorian thing. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I'm not, I'm not a fan of them at all. I don't like aviaries. Aviaries, aviaries, aviaries. No, Mick Avery is the drummer with the Kinks. Avi, I don't like Mick Aviaries. I think they're horrible. But like big, big birds in like tiny little cages. No, I'm not having that. It's out of order. Um, his fall sparked a rescue bid by keepers, but did not end with Great Ape Jambo being shot. Yet when Isaiah Gregg four fell into the gorilla enclosure at Cincinnati Zoo at the weekend. 28 stone Harambe was shot dead after grabbing him and pulling him through water. I honestly can't see why anybody... I mean, I can understand why people are upset that the monkey got shot, right? That's, I mean, that's upsetting. But, yeah, it, it was the right thing to do, wasn't it? Of course it was the right thing to do. Imagine it's your four-year-old. Shoot it! We might be able to shoot it! In 1986, Levin was approached by Jumbo, who caressed him. Oh, that's even worse. Paedophile monkeys. No, 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 no. I'm not having that. Suppose it was the 80s, though. Things were different. He was plucked to safety by two keepers and an ambulance man who shimmied down into the pen, tied him to a harness and winched him out. The only weapon they had was a small stick. <laughs> Crying out loud. Oh, dear. Levan, now 30... Levan! Levan! I only want to help you, Levan. It's an odd name, isn't it? I'm suspicious of this guy. Levan, now 35, said, I know what it's like to come face to face with an enormous gorilla. Terrifying. 
but my experience taught me they are also incredibly caring. Flippin' it. Yes, Hassan! Yo! Yes, talk radio. Hip, 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 talk radio, Hassan. Yeah, big fan, man. Thank you. What's, what's your, what's your, uh, of me or talk radio? Talk radio, yeah, I'm from Bradford, man. You're from, uh, Bradford, okay. Yeah. So what's your favourite thing on talk radio, then? Just, like, just talk loads, just gain a lot of information, really. What information have you gained from talk radio? Oh, uh, um, not, not much. Just no. Just, like, um, but you know, uh, I've, I've been listening to a few shows now, it's cool, yeah. Yeah. What shows have you been listening to? Your yesterday one. Okay. That, is that it? Yeah, I think oh. my mates showed me this one, but um, they said that it was on Periscope. The Periscope is down tonight because we haven't got the the Wi-Fi's crashed. Oh, i just been on a Periscope and they said, uh, yeah, uh, ring us up, so I rang top radio. So you've never listened before? I think my mate has listened to them before. Okay, so your mate's listened to them before. I'm confused, Hassan, because when you started, you said you're a big fan of mine. Do you know, yeah. do you know what my name is? No. Okay. Then you said you're a big fan of talk radio, and then you said you like it because you learnt loads of stuff. Then you yeah. said you'd listen to yesterday's show, and now yeah. you're saying you've never listened to any sh- any of the shows. Yeah, whatever. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing. Yeah. And s- saying yeah. Yeah, so who are you? Well, who are you, more importantly? Who are you, mate? Who are you, Hassan? Who are you, Tara? Who are you? Is this John? Yeah, this is John. Go on, Trevor. Okay. Who are you, and what do you want? Eh, what are you in about? You got told to ring the talk radio show, mate. They told me on Periscope. Right. Are you the fella that called in yesterday? Nah. I don't believe you. Sorry? I don't believe you. Yeah, mate. You know Periscope on, uh, you know, the actual Periscope... Watch, watch, yeah. watch your language, buddy. Watch your language. He's gone. Put the phone down. <laughs> what was that about? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm enjoy. I enjoy. I love calls like that, though. That we're getting close to getting prank calls. That may have been one. I think we had one yesterday, but that was. Um, he dropped the f bomb, guys. But don't worry, I hit the dump button. I hit the dump button. Um, Levan fell 20 feet onto the enclosure's concrete floor. <laughs> That's sad. Levan fell 20 feet. If you want to call in, 0844-499-1000. Um, Levan fell 20 feet onto the enclosure's concrete floor after climbing the railings to get a better view. <laughs> Climb the railings to get a better view. <laughs> Get off the railings, Levan! You're falling, you idiot! He knocked himself unconscious, breaking his arm and fracturing his skull. His horrified parents watched. Watched! I'd have dived in there! As 18-stone silverback Jambo wandered over serenely to his motionless body before gently stroking the boy's back with his immensely powerful arm. The ape even stood guard over Levan, protecting him from other gorillas. When the, bo- 
<laughs> when the boy came round and began to scream, the gentle giant retreated. The gentle giant, these things, right, could rip this child's head off with their fingers, the tiny little fingers. Gentle giants. As with uh, Isaiah in Ohio, the tense operation was filmed by onlookers and went around the world. Yeah, it wouldn't have been filmed on mobile phones. That would have been a big, massive, chunky VHS camcorder you've had to held on your shoulder. Levin said, watching the American video brought it all back. I fell for the felt for the boy, but also felt for the gorilla. Did they have to kill it? Well, yeah, they did have to kill it. <sighs> The fa- let's, let's read about the family of the boy. Hang on a second. Andrew's on the line. Yes, Andrew. All right. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Um, uh, on about uh, TV shows. Yeah. Um, do you remember one called Survivors on BBC? It had that Max Beasley in. Mm, no, I don't. It was like a post-apocalyptic sort of program. Um, like this flu virus that wiped out most oh. of the British... Um, population or world population or whatever, and um, it had two series. And, and at second series, it smuggled onto this plane of Max Beasley, who escaped out of prison and decided, seeing his world had gone to crap, he was just going to start a new life and not be a murderer anymore. Yeah. But um, and it left it really exciting. And then, like two weeks later, it found out it was cancelled. Oh, flipping it! Why do they do that? Well, I guess because you're, prob- you're probably the only... The fact I haven't heard of it, and I watch any old crap, implies that you're probably the only person watching it, Andrew. Probably. There's um, a time-travelling film on Netflix as well um, called The Diabolical. Whoa, but, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, I don't know about The Diabolical. Yeah, you don't know it's a time-travelling film until near the end of the film. Oh, shit! All right. There was one... What was the one I watched... Um, um, the diabolical, right? I'll check it out. There was one where um, Ed, where um, they, they these people found a photo machine that took photos of what was gonna uh, that took photos of what was gonna um, happen tomorrow. Um, yeah. Oh. Is it that with Tom Cruise in? No, not with Tom Cru- Cruise. It's well, in. The, they were in X Files like that as well, weren't they? I don't know. They're, they're, it was this machine, and it's in the flat opposite their flat. And they keep getting, they, they keep seeing pictures of, they break in, oh, it's confused, hard to explain. Anyway, they find that there's pictures of tomorrow, and they all end up betraying each other. I know there were an X-Files similar to that, where this photographer um, kept taking pictures, and the person that appeared in the photo um, was, they'd be like, take a picture of, say, a tree, and then there'd be, a, like, a person who wasn't there, and they'd die, like, next day or something. Mm. So that were a good X Files before it went all rubbish. I never, I never liked the X Files. Um, yeah, it, it were good, but it's like anything with um, American things. I think problem is that six episodes is too little. Twenty-four episodes is too much. So somewhere in between, because they're just filling in America, aren't they? The, 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 Ooh, the dilute the story. What was that name of that film? Because I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Diabolical. Diabolical. Right, that's tomorrow sorted out. Thank you, Andrew. Bye-bye. Cheers. Yes, Dennis. Good evening. Have you got the ten quid ready? Because I've made it. Well, hang on a minute. When's your birthday? Sunday. Gone. Well, 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 hang on a minute. It's the Sunday that's just gone. Yes. Well... I'm now officially 91. Well, how do I know that this is you? 
I'm Google Google. What up? When you're I'm Google Google. What? I'm Google Google. I'm Google Google. When you start with your periscope again, I will show you. Well, how will you you do? How will you show me? Well, I get your arms. What we're going to do? Your arms. Skype. Go on Skype, and I'll show you then. All right, phone me up on Skype now. Oh, no, I haven't got the internet, have I? No, no. Well, that's, the thing is, the thing is, Dennis. The Anybody te- go yes. on so much that they can't afford ten quid when they lose a bet. The thing is, Dennis. The thing is, Dennis. Um, I don't know if it is you. Doesn't sound like Dennis to me. Doesn't well, sound- isn't it? well, he can shut me off when a minute. Then okay. Uh, what have I got to do then to make you? Uh, I tell you what. Three counties. Double or quits, you don't make it to uh, 92. God, you... I've never heard anybody go on so Double long... Double or quits. losing 10 quid. Double or quits, you don't Double make it to 92. Do you Double take... Or quits, do, yeah. you, do you take the challenge or not, Dennis? Yes, I take the challenge. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you to... Uh, I've worked out what's going on. Um, there is, um... Brilliantly... And thank you for whoever told me this. Brilliantly... There is a, um, fake, shame I can find it, UK one. There is a fake talk radio periscope account that someone set up. And they're basically going around and telling people to call us, which is very, very naughty. But also, oh, there it is. Look, look, look. Oh, look, look, look. There it is. Look, they're, they're, um, look at that. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? I can see you. Isn't that funny? Um, and basically, well, listen, it's very, very naughty. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. It means we get more callers. Thank you very much. That last caller was very funny. So thank you very much indeed. Um, if you're who I think you are, then that is naughty, naughty. But, um, notifications are on. All right. Groovy. That's cool. Uh, Russ is on the line. Yes, Russ. Russ. Refer to me as your handler from now on, boy. Oh, listen to you, boy. Listen, you got you got a stick. You're gonna. Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> You're right, mate. I'm very well, thank you, boss. What you got? Good, good. Uh, a, little, a few TV shows. Um, can I just make a quick point about the uh, the age silverback? Yeah. Um, although I was, you know, genuinely really saddened by what happened, um, having to be shot. And like you, yeah, I think I think zoos in, the, in its cells are, are quite sad, in, sad environments for animals to be in. Um, but what I would say, Ian, um, there was there was no no other way that it had, it had to be shot. They had to you know, shoot. They, the, they had to shoot the monkey. Of course they did. But but, but I'm, that is a fact, right? Another fact is the mother or guardian. <laughs> Is partially to blame well, for the child being in that situation. Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on, hang on a minute, 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 hang on a minute. How did the how did the child fall into yeah. the enclosure? Do we see that in the footage? Whether it cl- well, hang on, whether it climbed through a gap or whether it fell through a gap, right? I know. I'm just judging judging the situation on my on most standards in, as a parent, and I don't class myself as a super parent or anything. But when my kid was four. Right, pretty much all the time out, out in public, he got his hand, right. and I certainly wouldn't let let him have let him sort of wander off or anything. No way, mate. Uh, also, the, the zoo themselves, for whatever reason, that enclosure wasn't secure enough for a, for a four year old. Well, yeah, child well, yeah to exactly. Fall, fall, or climb through a gap. Right, exactly. But, but, right. No, 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 no. Right. If there was a gap 
or a way that a four-year-old... My four-year-old's go off... My, my four-year-old goes off and running. He don't hold his hand the whole time. Of course not. He's four. He's four. Yeah, he wants to go off and look at stuff. Yeah, in the zoo. Yeah. Because in a zoo, you would expect that, the, you know, that the, the animals are kept on one side and the humans are kept on the other side. Yeah, but you let your kid, you let a four-year-old wander off. Yeah, yes, of course I would. I'd be able to see them. Of course I would. Well, exactly. You would be able to see them. Well, she could probably see this kitty. But no, we don't. don't we don't. Well, hang on a minute. You're making you're making a complete judgment call on her when you haven't got a clue what happened. No, I haven't got a clue what happened, Ian. But well, then we you can't can make, make a judgment call on it. We can make pretty accurate assumptions. Well, how? No, you can't. You can guess. Oh. Well, I'm, uh, that's that's my that's my judgment on the situation. I'm but but she, this I'm woman, the mum, right, is now getting death threats. You de- well, no, well, that's that's ridiculous. Obviously, that's ridiculous. But you you, you say you, you let your kids wander around yes. within sight. Yes. You don't, yeah, fair enough. But you wouldn't let them go too far from you. Do you know what I mean? You, they'd be near, near, nearby. I, I like to, to sort of like. I like to. No, 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 no. They, they go off. I like to teach them. In, how? I like to teach them independence. Right? How do you think they got soaking wet on Saturdays? Because they jumped into a fountain, right? Not jumped into it. It's one of those ones where it's on the pavement and the water's coming out of there. They ran off ahead of me, and I could see them, and I knew they were safe, yeah, and they were enjoying their independence. I couldn't have caught up with them. I certainly couldn't catch them enough to stop them getting wet. Yeah, but in that scenario. The worst that, that could happen is they get wet. No, 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 Russ. No, Russ. Russ. Thank you. The worst that could happen Fair is they, they get wet, they Fair slip enough. on the wet yeah, floor, yeah. and they, they crack their yeah. skulls open. Yeah, but that's, that, that is one of those things that can happen anywhere. You can happen running down the street, trip over and bounce their head, the front of their head off, off a curb. So what, or, I should, or, I should never let them run? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not criticising you for that. But I just personally think that she, she should have been watching the child. Um, or uh, observing a child enough to be able to av- avoid whatever happened happening. Well, but, but, but you don't know what was going on. Well, leave it to you. Well, no, exactly, but I'm not <laughs> making a judgement on her, saying that she should have done this, that and the other, cos she might have been doing this, that and the other. Well, personally, mate, that's just my opinion, I don't buy it, I don't buy it. Well, but you don't, but you, I don't know what you don't buy, you don't know! Four-year-old children, four-year-old children, mate, are very precious, precious, uh, Yeah, five they things. stop, though. Yeah, I know they're precious, of course I know they're precious, I've got one! Exactly, so you know where I'm coming from. But, you know, it, maybe, maybe I, maybe I was overprotective as a parent, I don't you know. You didn't let your four-year-old run off? Not really. If on, wow. on, maybe maybe on a park or something on grass, you know. Not I'd be always I'd be close by. I wouldn't let him run off. In well, the we go to Legoland. We go it. to because of circumstances. We are lucky enough to go to Legoland at least twice a year, right? Sometimes, sometimes three or four times, right? And um, they run off. They run off. And do you know what? Not I can't always actually see them for a few seconds at a time, but they get lost in the crowd. But I know roughly where they are. The youngest gets a bit upset if he can't see me, um, but they run off and they run off at, at quite big distances. Well, oh, <laughs> I didn't do that, mate. I'm afraid no. too many weirdos out there. No, there's not. Where's that? Where's that? You've gone from from killer monkeys to perverts. I, well, I, what happened, look what happened to Jamie Bulger. Oh, for crying out loud. 
that, yeah, that was a one-off. How long ago was that? That was like 25 years ago? That was a one-off, right? And the mum, the mum turned her back for a couple of minutes. There's plenty of child abductions out there, though. No, there's not, mate. There's no more than (laughs) there were 50 years ago. There may not be no more than there were 50 years ago, but there's there's still enough of them to happen that, that, to, uh, Put me on guard, let's say. No, because you're falling for the thing. It, 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 you're falling for the fear thing, man. They're making you scared of stuff that is. It, the, the chances of it happening are infinitesimally small. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it does matter because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but it's not just the, the, the slim risk of a weirdo abducting your kid. There's all sorts. There's. Idiots in mobility scooters. You could be in the street and there's people come flying. What the hell have that? What have old people or cars lazy people got to do? Mate. Well, I know about cars. Flipping heck, Russ. What, what world are you living in? I don't want my kids to grow up in an atmosphere of fear. No, I, I get that. But you're I, talking I, I, about I mobility that. scooters and paedophiles and killer monkeys yeah, and cars. There's hazards and risks. Everywhere, mate. Yes. Whether you like it or not. Yes. Risks everywhere. My boy and was climbing a tree at the weekend, right? And he said, "Look how high I am." I said, "Yeah." If you look behind you, there's some more branches. You can get twice as high as that. He went, "Should I?" I went, "Yeah, of course you should." And he did. The four-year-old. No, the six-year-old. He was oh, way I up mean, in the tree. Well, I couldn't I, have climbed up there. I can't it, climb it, trees. In fairness, mate, when 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 uh, when we were kids, we used to do the same. And, and yeah, so why should it be my, any different? I, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want my kid doing it when I'm there. They well, if they're well, playing the, with the mates, I just I don't know. I just I wouldn't want to see. So it, it was all right. For, it was. This is it. Now we're getting. Be, now we're getting to the nub of it, right? It was all right for you to do it, Russ, but you don't want your kids to do it. Isn't that interesting? Why why well, deny them the pleasures that you had? Maybe it's, I don't know, mate, maybe it's society, the way society's gone and... Yeah, you've bought, no, 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 it's, pro- it's, I don't know, I've been influenced by things that... Yeah, you, you've bought into, and, you've and bought, and you've bought into the fear. There were just as many pedos and nonces and child killers and all those horrible things when you were a kid in the 60s or the 70s, when it's 70s, than the, as there are now. I think it's an, to be fair though, Ian, I mean, I'm not, I'm not... As he's got older, I've relaxed a lot. But when it's, I don't know, I think it's because he was... And when he's, when he's 18, you might let him go to the shops on his own. Mate, he go, I've, I've let him do a lot of things that, that, that maybe a lot of kids, his teenagers, his age, probably wouldn't be allowed to. He went night fishing with his mate the other week, um, for the whole night, like, you know how, what I mean? How old is he? Bit, he's 15 next month. You let a 14 year old, hang on, hang on, Russ. You let a fourteen-year-old go night fishing. Were there any adults there? Well, there's other adults fishing at the pool. But were there, it was just him and his mate. Well, another fourteen-year-old. Yeah. They just went together night uh, all night overnight by the what by yeah, the yeah. canal. No uh, proper fishery. Flipping heck, mate! I wouldn't let a fourteen-year-old do that. That's insane. Supposing they'd fallen in and drowned, or they got um, picked up by a paedophile. Don't take the mint now. No, but I'm not. I wouldn't let a 14 year old go all night fishing. Well, you're going on about paedophiles now, and you're telling me it's. Supposing it's, a paedophile monkey got hold of it. I would not let a 14 year old go overnight fishing unless there was an adult in the party. Uh, that, I, that had a CRB check. And a DNA check to make sure they weren't a monkey. We, we don't agree on this, mate. We, so, do, we, uh, we, we do not agree on this, Russell.
I'm still your handler, though. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. Simon's on the line. Evening, Simon. Hello, Ian. I, I enjoyed that. Um, what you got for us? Well, I, I was listening to the podcast the other day because I missed one of the shows. What? Talking about, I know, I know. Outrageous. I had, um, you mentioned about you missing arguing with people, but I think you just got that out of <laughs> your system a little bit. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. That was fun. Um, yes. But one of the, the first times I ever spoke to you ages ago yeah. was when you did a an evening of calling in where you asked people to argue with you and you said you could win any argument. Oh, that was an absolute, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. That. I enjoyed brilliant. that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I had so to take the opposite stance of what everybody else was saying. Even if, like, yeah. so someone would phone up and say, uh, I think the Beach Boys are brilliant. And I have to go, well, actually, I think they're rubbish. And this is the reason why. Um, yeah, it was good that. It was good that. I wonder if that would work here. I think so. I mean, I, I rang up and argued about um, people throwing litter in ponds and ducks getting um, caught up on tangled up in rubbish and dying from it. And you had to argue the other way around. And you said it was a good thing that ducks are dying. Well, um, it's, it's, it's natural selection. It genuinely is a good thing because don't, it's- Don't start again. No, no, no. But it, uh, that was, that was an easy one because it's survival of the fittest. Otherwise, they have to, you know, they cull ducks and swans, right? And it costs a fortune. Well, if the ducks and swans are dying naturally or because of um, detritus, well, then it saves uh, uh, the local council millions of pounds a year. So do you let, do you let your children throw in rubbish into ponds? Well, that's a different argument. No, I don't let them throw rubbish into ponds. But if, if ducks and swans die because of other people's horrible common children, uh, or because of their own lazy attitude, then, well, then that's saving the public purse. So, um, you know, I'm all for that. Well, I totally disagree with you. Because, I mean, there's turtles, there's, there's you know, endangered species. What, what, what in the local, in the local pond? In there. There's paedophile monkeys in <laughs> 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 uh, oh, do you know what? Um, uh, uh, I'll, do you know what? I'll keep that on my sleeve. Tell you what, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that for an hour tomorrow night. Let's see how I feel tomorrow. Okay. Thank oh, you, cheers. Simon. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, mate. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll do Hello, Kath. Kath's been safe for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> I know, I've been enjoying it. Uh, well, let's do that for an hour tomorrow evening, if I feel up for it, because it's hard work, actually. I bet it that is. That was an easy one, because I, I do actually think that's a good, uh, a, a good, good thing to I happen. I want to know where these turtles are. Pedophile monkeys as well. <laughs> um, you see someone set up a fake periscope. Yeah. That's what that's what is That's it. cheeky, isn't it? It is naughty. I think, that, well, it might be who we think it is. Either way, it's br- brilliant. It's content for us, so thank you very, very much. Oh, I'm, I'm annoyed that I didn't think of it myself. I think there's probably all kinds of Ofcom rules against it. Yeah, well, no, fair play. They're doing it, and it gets... We've had two brilliant calls off the back of it, so whoever you are, thank you. I mean, genuinely, two of the funniest calls we've had. Um, I tell you what, we'll have a little break, and then we'll take some calls straight to air. Talk radio. Um, last hour of the show, we'll take calls straight to you. We'll do, we'll, if I feel up to it tomorrow, we'll do the, um, we'll have an argument, uh, for an hour. It's quite hard work. You've got to be focused. Actually, it's not as easy. I'll destroy everybody. Um, so, in, in the next hour, we'll continue talking about paedophile monkeys. <laughs> I can't remember how we got onto that. But anyway, we'll take calls straight to her. Don't call for a few minutes because here comes the talk radio news. Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, line one. Hello. Yep, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I'm the same guy from yesterday who you said was pranking you, except I'm not. Okay. And- Can you take us off speakerphone? I'm, you're not on speakerphone. You need to get a new phone then, man. No, my phone's good, I think. Well, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> it sounds rubbish. All right. 
Well, you sound perfectly normal to me. Right, OK. Well, that, that, it's slightly more important how you sound to us and you sound pony. OK, so is, is that better? Uh, anyway, yes. Right. So, this guy came in my periscope yesterday. And yeah, man, it me, sounds awful! Well, I've got four bars, mate. I, c- I couldn't give a monkeys. You've got four bars and a pony phone line. Well, you can clearly hear me because you're responding to me. Yeah, I can hear you, but it's really, really bad. Oh dear. I'll and I don't. Why. And I'll be honest, I don't like the attitude either. What attitude? That attitude. The one that the gets one you going. What you? attitude? That attitude. I'm coming from you. No, there's no attitude coming from me. I'm I'm frustrated because you've got a rubbish phone, and I don't like the tone of the cut of your jib. <laughs> Good mind to get your jib and shove it right up where the sun don't shine. Oh dear, are you live on air, mate? Yes. That's not very nice, That's not very nice is it? There's the attitude again. What do you want, boy? <laughs> oh, I, I, I genuinely don't want anything. Then what'd you call in for, man? Uh, I didn't call in. I told you some guy touched me first. You called? No, that that hasn't happened. That's impossible. You've called in. You've just called in now. What have you called in for? I don't know. I told you I haven't called in. Well, you've just called in now. No, but it wasn't really. Some guy touched me. He's on a three-way call. He's probably listening to this right now. All right, Br- brilliant. All right, so so why have you let someone patch you through to a radio station that you don't know anything about? I'm really confused, man. Because he said something about my periscope. Right, that was yesterday. That was yesterday, and we established that, that was was nonsense. So, so why are you and falling today, for it? Why are you falling for it today? today? Because it was kind of fun yesterday. I'm not even gonna lie. You got a buzz of of being on the radio, huh? Okay, you see what I mean about your phone being rubbish. That was you. You just not talking to me. Yeah, thanks very much for calling. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson, how you doing, man? Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> now I can uh, now I can play this. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I'd take my chances I'd die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine 
world would be a better place if people with dodgy mobiles and an attitude got eaten by paedophile monkeys. Thank you very much indeed, Robot Lady. We need to give her uh, a, a, a name. Line two, you're on the wireless. Here we go. You're on the air. And it's costing you seven pence a minute plus access charge, possibly more if you're calling from a mobile, which I think you might be. But that's fine by me. We'll just leave you up and let uh, watch your credits roll away. Um, oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying all of these these um, um, uh, uh, prank calls or these confused callers. And there is someone going around on Periscope pretending to be us, basically pretending to be talk, and um, get, getting people our number, um, which is naughty. But I kind of, I'm, I'm. It's do, a, it's doing me a great job because we've had three brilliant, confusing calls because of it. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, if you're online. <laughs> and someone gives you a phone number and says call it and you do well you deserve everything you get well also they're saying <laughs> they talk radio aren't they yeah yeah so again i i have a theory i think actually the periscopers are giving this person their number and then they're calling them back to patch them through to us that literally doesn't make any sense so they're at doing all. that three-way so there's that third person involved what so the periscoper isn't actually paying for the call there's someone else well that's calling them and patching them through that doesn't make does that make sense to you it's words the words make sense i'm gonna say i'm gonna say okay um line one you line two you're still on the wireless but now line one you're joining the government's us. being taken before the european courts over water pollution it's accused of not doing enough to keep dangerous chemicals like sheep dick dick sheep dick oh well that was a good Ooh, one lad so email that to me ian at ian lee.com i've not got that one i've got a huge collection of those <laughs> I've not heard that one, sheep dick. I mean, that is beautiful. <laughs> um, line three, you're on the wireless. Thank you very much. A little bit quiet, but thank you very much indeed. Okay. I like the scramble. Um, um, yeah, I like, I like, I do like those radio. This is one of the reasons when I I did the live show. CD coming soon. If Scott ever pulls his finger out and does the bloody Scott. cover, come on, Scott, do the cover. It's all we're waiting for. Um, I know he's very busy. Um, but the live shows um and some of the talks that we do uh this is what about why i love radio and it's because um hardly any tv is live i'm surprised that loose women is live you know the harvey thing showed that it was live i always thought what we used to do with the big brother program was it was supposed to be live but we recorded an hour before yeah so there was or, or two time. hours before, so you could cut bits out and, and if there's any swearing you could bleep it or anything and most live shows are, are kind of um either done that way or they start 15 minutes early, so there's a 15-minute delay. I thought Loose Women was done, like, the day before. I watched a bit of Loose Women for the first time when I was in the hospital with Mum the other day. For the first time in years, why are there only four women now, not five? Mm. Why are we seeing so many shots of a huge audience? What is that set, and where's Carol McGiffin? Those know. are my well, questions. Carol McGiffin's not been well. No, she's fine now, isn't she? She got fine. She was, she was, um, she had cancer, but she's all fine now, I think. Um, oh, Izzy Sooty's going to come on the show later in the year. Good. It te- turns out I've got a phone number. I texted her. I said, oh, I'm really enjoying your um, show on Radio 4. It's a repeat, but it's brilliant. I think it's finished now, actually. Um, uh, you should come on one day. She says, yeah, all right. So that's that sorted then. Boom. The family of the boy who fell into a gorilla enclosure defended their conduct by claiming, accidents happen. Michelle Gregg, 
mum of little Isaiah, insisted she kept a tight watch on her kids after medics discharged the four-year-old from hospital in the years. Why are we making the parents the bad guys? The dad wasn't even there. The dad has a criminal record, it says in one of the stories. So that's what? Not, well, that's not got anything to do What's with that. What's that got to do with anything? Day. Line one, you're on the wireless. Okay, it's costing you money. I'm, I'm more than happy to take your dollar. Thank you. It feeds my children. Line two, you're on the wireless. Who was the fool doing a robot thing? How? Yes. Do you want to say that again as we missed some of it? No, they've gone. Okay. Line one's going to stay there, and that's great. Um, feel free to chip in any time you want. You're more than welcome to. Also, the thing is, that woman, yeah. I watched the video and my heart was in my mouth. It wasn't my kid. Yeah. That woman had to go through that and uh, has had her kid uh, in oh, hospital Jesus. with concussion. Why is everyone getting on her back? Tri then there's a picture of a gorilla, sta gorilla statue and people leaving flowers there. Tributes at the gorilla statue. Flipping heck. You know why that's an endangered species? Because we killed them all. We killed them all for wood so we could get wood. So we can get Listen, rare... Yeah, I'm not playing sick mind games. Sorry? Say yeah, that. I'm, not, I'm not playing the mind games, man. What mind games, man? I swear me to do this. Say that again. Your line keeps breaking up. Say that again. It's costing me to be on this call, right? Well, you've you've called in, yeah? I called in because someone said they would call me back and it won't cost me, and I know it's costing me. Yeah, it's costing you, because you've, you've, you've been had, mate. Well, you're on the air. What do you want? How's it going? Uh, well, it, it would be costing you a lot less if you'd have spoken straight away. Oh, I'm speaking straight away. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, what can we do for you? Nothing, man. Just, what's up? Someone told me to ring in. Who told you to ring in? Oh, don't worry. Someone like Real Talk Radio or something? What was, hold on, guys, what was the radio thing that came in earlier? Uh, I, 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 got, I got told to call, all right? I don't, I don't know what it's all about, but I need to tell you because it's costing me, right? Right, but so if anyone, if someone tells you, to call, tells you to call a number, you call it, do you? No, they had a full account of the radio station. I Googled no. the radio station. It's a fake account. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. But you're on the air now. Oh, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, good, thanks, man. How, how, what are you up to? Nothing. Check out my music. Let's go. I'm not going to. Um, I've got enough music, thank you. But it, 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 so if someone just gives you a phone number, you you just ring it, do you? Hello. Okay. Isaiah escaped with just concussion after being dragged around by 28 Stone Harambe, who was later shot dead to protect the boy. Michelle faced death threats after posting a Facebook message. I mean, death why did threats. she do? Why would she put it on Facebook? Though? Which she later deleted, thanking God for keeping Isaiah safe, but failing to mention Harambe. I mean, it's a flipping monkey. Also, what swine published her Facebook message? Which of her friends, and I use that in quote marks, published that? Hello. Hey, someone is patching them through. That's clever te technology. Hello, you're you're on the air. Yes, mate. How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, good, thank you. How can I help you, mate? You can't. This is wonderful. Someone's pranking both of us. What do you mean, mate? I'm not pranking. This is so the helpline. I deal with issues that people have 
um, difficulties in um, um, working out. It, what difficulties, what difficulties, could you take us off speakerphone so we could hear you? There's Sorry. people on the line. Speaker, mate, you're not a speaker at all. Basically, so is a helpline, it's a dedicated helpline which helps people who are in difficulties. In what difficulties? Um, whatever problem you have, sir. I have a problem. Yeah. It, it, what? I, I have a problem that someone is pranking both of us. No, mate, this is not a prank, mate. This is, I believe it is not a prank. I don't know if you can hear what I'm saying, sir. I don't know if, what's your name? My name's Ian. What's yours? My name is Soja, sir. My name is Soja. I am, I am... Soja. We have been set up the Soja. Okay. Soja L- listen, listen to what, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I have a problem okay. in that... You have a problem? Yes. Okay, then this, this thing, this thing. Ian, please listen to me. If you have a problem, you call the right place. Soja... Is a dedicated helpline for people who have problems. We, we, we will help everybody. I, I have a problem, and I'm, I'm trying to tell you what it is, but you're not very good at listening. For somebody who runs a helpline, you're not very good at listening, are you? You're on the radio right now, by the way. Wait, sorry, mate. Let me just, um, oh, I'm on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shall I, shall I try, shall I try? Can't take your call at the moment. Please leave your message after the tone. You can re-record your message oh. by pressing hash. Don't worry. There's a simple way around it. There's a very simple way. It's exciting technology. It's very naughty, but there's a very simple way around it, and I know the way around it, so thank you very much indeed. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello there, it's Elton. Hello, Elton. Hey, yeah, uh, I just wanted to phone up, because uh, I've, I've been wanting to phone up for quite a long time. Yeah. And this is the first time I've actually had the opportunity when I'm sat and finished everything that I needed to do. Beautiful. And uh, I'm a podcast person, so I listen to you guys. You're my journey home from work. Wow. Gosh. Uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a bloody lift engineer. Hey, um, we are, are, lift engineers are constants in my life. There are a lot of lift engineers. There was the fella at Three Counties. Yeah. Actually, that's the only one. Um, well, I'm glad we provide some <laughs> entertainment. No, it, it's great. I it, honestly, I look forward to it. That you're you're my fun time home. So oh, fun time I home. I look forward to that. <laughs> that's, that's my that's my uh, nickname at school. Fun time home. Uh, is there oh, anything yeah. you want to say? Or you just want to just say hello. Oh uh, well, I want to say hello, and I'm wondering if any of your uh, listeners have a field of crops uh, that I could uh, use later on in the year. I'm looking towards um, field, the, of uh, field of crops. Field of crops. Not, not I, a I field like of to... dreams, a field of crops. A field of crops. I'd like to do some uh, crop circles and see how easy it is or hard it is <laughs> right. to create crop circles. Well, it's, it's, it's easy, isn't it? It's, it's, um, some w- it's a plank, some rope, and, uh, some students. and um, a, a pole. And, and um, probably a flask and lunchbox. Yeah, for we got to snack. take a while, yeah. Well, you might be lucky. Farmer John might be listening. Certainly his wife might. She's be burning the midnight why oil is again. This, um, why is this your, uh, your burning desire? I, I'd like to do something, because I, I create some podcasts for myself, and so oh, I'd yeah. like to put, put all this together. You've actually been on one uh, oh. a long time ago. Uh-huh. Uh, the prior, Primer episode. Oh, oh yes, yes, oh, yes. We'll talk about time travel movies, flipping that. Yeah, that was a... God, I nearly swore that that was a head flip, <laughs> wasn't it? That was a head flip. Yeah, and I, I'd just like to... Um, just discover how easy it is, how hard it is, put a little video together and, you know, see how we go. Well, keep listening. You never know. There may be someone who's got a field of crops. Oh, wait, 444991000. So, um, I'm, I'm getting abuse now because I'm sticking up for the mother of a child that wasn't killed, mm. right? 
from someone who sent me a, a tweet earlier on. Bowie and Prince overrated? Did you just say that? You just lost the respect I had for you. But they carried on listening, and thank you for that. Wow, Ian, are you on stupid pills tonight? Defending the mother that wrote a rambling piece about her awesome gourd, her saved her son. Next tweet. She cre- came across as she came across a someone who has no concept of responsibility or reality. I'm not judging her on her intelligence level. I didn't read the Facebook piece. I don't know if it was rambling. I don't know if it was coherent. I don't know if the sentence structure was... was does, who cares? What's that got to do with anything, right? Her son could have been killed, and it wasn't. If you believe in God, thank God. Why not? I don't... Do you know what I don't get? Why everyone's leaping in like they know what happened? I don't know what happened. No, and the... Vi- I watched the video. It was terrifying. Yeah. I couldn't tell what was going on. Honestly, it's sad that this monkey got shot. I don't have a problem with it. They did the right thing. Because... It shouldn't have happened, for all sure. All it would take... And everyone says, oh, you should find it with a tranquilizer dart. Tranquilizer dart on a thing that big takes about 15 minutes to work in, time. right? And then supposing... Well, then supposing it, it falls on top of the boy and crushes him, right? And what if they it, hit the boy? All it would take... Well, what if they hit the boy with a bullet? Yeah, I guess. All it would take is for that monkey just to crush that kid and it would take seconds, by which point you, you couldn't shoot it. They did the right thing. Cincinnati Zoo decision Zoo's decision to kill the gorilla sparked fury. If you want to call in, by the way, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Straight to air. Seven pence a minute plus access charge significantly more from mobiles, but maybe not. Can I also say something? Yes. If you lose all respect for someone because of one thing they say, because I didn't like two musicians, <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest. Yeah. You grow up yes. and um, realise that not everyone is going to agree with your worldview, and you can still like them. Me too, that's what I'd say. Um, Cincinnati Zoo's decision to kill the gorilla sparked fury. New footage appears to show him holding hands with the boy. Amid claims from witnesses, he was defending the child from screaming crowds. You don't know that! You don't know it! You haven't got a clue! An online petition at Change.org calling for action against the family for negligence. Well, it's like quarter of a million now, isn't it? I think something like that. And on the Facebook page of a preschool centre where Michelle is believed to work. <gasps> what do they want her fired? They want One her woman wrote, you know what kept your child alive? The gorilla who ended up dying for your negligence, you insufferable witch. <gasps> Guys, right, this is the thing. And even when I was a vegetarian, right, and I, I, was, I was a vegetarian. Aren't veg- they kind, though, these people? Aren't they oh, kind? Oh, jeez. I was a vegetarian for ethical reasons, right, because I didn't, I, I, I still can't quite get my head around killing animals for meat, right? But that was primarily what I was a vegetarian for, the eth- ethics of it. Even then I recognise that a human being's life is worth more than an animal's. Of course it, of course it is. Of course, you hear stories about, you know, these, these scumbags in Scotland and did that thing to the kids. Uh, uh, well, but generally speaking, I would take a four-year-old child over a gorilla any time. Of course I would. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. And you've got to think on the spot. It's a no-brainer. This is exactly the right thing. I don't understand why everybody is seemingly getting so upset by that hey speaking of um the sun today is weird man it's all sex all even more so than you i mean the front page of the sun isn't the story go on show me sex show at kate school all oh, right no, jolly hockey stripper, strips teenage girls at kate middleton's old school mm-hmm. smuggled in a male stripper for an end of term prank then cheered him as they filmed him simulating sex with a pupil 
The hired stripper peeled off a sailor's uniform before gyrating with the sixth former on his lap right. at £30,000 a year Marlborough College. OK, well, they should have done a story on me then because we had a stripper at my friend's Hendu when she was 17. So, uh But I don't get it. I don't get what the story is. And, and, and that sets the tone for the rest of the sun. I mean, linking it somehow to Kate, who's not been at school for, what, ten years? Yeah, that's, um... They should have given that monkey a shooter so it would have had the chance of fair fight. So it would have had the chance of fair fight. Wow. Line one, you're on the wireless. Yes, line one. Hello. 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 Yeah, um, I'm hoping you can help me with this one. I was talking to, um... Uh, uh, the lead singer of an ex-punk new wave band tonight, wow. as you do. As you do, yes. Who's now a, indeed, who's now a collaborator with Barry Cryer, obviously. What? And, yes, I know, I know that shocked me, but it's true. And he said, last time to Clarksville, um, was written about soldiers going off to the Vietnam War. Who was And this? I said, uh... Go, go on. Hmm? Go on, carry on. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. Yeah, no, that, that's okay. And I said, well, that's, um, as I knew, I thought that was an urban myth. Who was the, what, what, who was the singer? Um, the, he was the singer in the Fabulous Poodles. I've heard of them. Tony. Um, yes. Uh, well, he was Tony Demure, but he's now Ronnie Golden. And he, he oh, Ronnie like Golden! Flippin' heck! Yes. I know Ronnie, I'm, I'm, I don't know him, I'm aware of Ronnie Golden. He was, was, was big on the, he was friends with one of my lecturers, a bloke called Hugh Thomas. Well, indeed, well, he said he was aware of you, because I recommended he, he, he might like oh. to listen, uh, 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 to this show. Uh, but, yeah, we were talking about the new Monkeys album, yeah. and he, he said, um, yeah, I, I, I've heard it, and it's, um, it's very, very good. But he said the last train to Clarksville, because Clarksville was a station yes. there where they all went off to Vietnam, yes. and, 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 um, but, I said to him, as far as I knew, um, I, that Bobby Hart said some way he just made it up, but it kind of fitted in uh, with the story. I, I, you know, I've not asked Bobby Hart about that specifically, um, and I might send him a little email later on. Uh, I've heard the other members of the mon- Monkeys talk about it. I think it's one of those things that retrospectively it became about going off to war. Um, I, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced... Because, to quote um, Angelos, it, it was kind of the... It fitted in with the zeitgeist at the time, <laughs> did it not? I'm doing that. Yeah, it did. And the lyrics are great. You know, take the last train to Clarksville, I'll meet you at the station. You can be there by 4.30. I made your reservation. Don't be slow. Um, leave and in... never, I may never ever see you again. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever coming home. Um, I don't know yeah, if it was well, written well, deliberately. Well, I think it was one of those things where they wrote it and then afterwards went, oh, this could be about Vietnam. Isn't that subversive of us? That could fit in with that. Yeah. And then, can I ask you one other thing? You ask me another thing, of um, course you can. Well, well, thank you kindly. Um, I was having a, uh, a further part of this conversation was, what was the last great song that Brian Wilson wrote? Ooh, and nice. and I, uh, apart from Rolling Up to Heaven, which obviously you can't play on this show, which was a ding-dang version, um, 
but I said, um, Till I Die, did Brian Wilson write a great song after Till I Die? See, um, Till I Die is the, is the one, one that I would, that I would go to. Um, I'm a rock in a landslide, rolling over the mountainside. How deep is the valley? How deep is the valley? These things I will be until I die. He wrote the music and the lyrics for that. 1971, 72. Did he write a song that came close to it after that? Um. I don't think so. Um, and, 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 and yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Which was love and mercy. I well, yes. Did, well, yes, he did. Gene Landy. It, I, I'm, I'm talking pre-Gene Landy. Well, hang on, oh, hang on. There's a, what do you mean? <laughs> you didn't tell me there was a tight window that this had to fit in. The only tight window is. Um, Psycho, doodah, whatnot, drugs. And it's got a swag. Has it got to be a Beach Boy song? Yes. Then listen to the last three songs on the the 2012 album. Well, I do. Yeah. Well, that, well hang on a minute. All right. I see what we're going to do. Because listen. T- I, I, okay. Okay. Summer's gone. Yeah. Is, is that the one? I can't. I don't know if oh. I've got it on this computer, and I haven't got. Um, I haven't got it on this computer, and I haven't got the internet. So, oh yes, sir. hang on a minute. Um, but we're going to go to an ad break and then I'll, 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 I'll play them. I'm going to play you. I'm going to pay for this. 99 pence. Even though I've got it already. I'll type in my password. I'm going to play you. I think this is the one. Um, and, and Love and Mercy, I would count as a Brian Wilson song. He wrote it. The version on the album is awful. The acoustic version is just, oh, jeez, it's just beautiful. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll end on that. Um, but, um, I'm going to play you a song from their, their 2012 album, which, which should have been a terrible album. Oh, it was good. Have you heard it? No. Oh, it's a good record. Oh, it's a good. Let's take this call and then we'll uh, we'll play. It's it. a living, John. I like you. Hello. Hello. I don't know. You not got kids? No, not yet. Not yet. You, would, you, would you like kids? Planning. Sorry. We're planning to. You're planning it's to. It's the farmer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What do you do for a living, John? I like you. Um, I go to work. I work as a farmer. Uh, Best call we've ever uh, I've ever had in fifteen years of doing phoning radio. Best call. Chicken eggs and all that. Stuff like that. Do you work as a farmer? Yeah. Are your dad's old place or like a farm? Is it? Yeah. And what? Just just what? Like a farm? Is it? We sell like farm animals and chicken eggs and all that. Brilliant. Well, farm animals. Thank you very much indeed. I mean, we could. uh, Second reference to chicken eggs today. Yes. um, um, I do wonder how much Brian Wilson writes of these songs these days, though, because, you know. Yes, Lamb One. Hi. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hello. uh, I've just been thinking about, you know, possible. Really. Fantasy uh, radio. Oh, this is getting a little bit. This is getting a little bit raunchy, Rodanfi. Go on then. Let's have some <laughs> fantasy radio. Whoa. Good job. The periscope's well, off. <laughs> could you? What do you think would have happened if Globotech didn't take over LBC in, in the 2007? Globotech. Uh, Globotech. What well, the guys that ousted me? Um, if Globotech hadn't taken over it, well, the, the thing was, yes, it was a lot of fun, and yes, I'd got the listeners up. But it, I mean, it's it it, it it LBC. You know, the figures now dwarf even the best figures that we had back in those days. So, you know, the, the, things like that break my heart because I listen to LBC now, and, and for the most part, it's soulless, right? But it gets huge figures, and so I think, well, maybe they were, maybe they're right, and I'm wrong. I don't well, know. What do you, do you think know, would have happened? Uh, well, how do you know? I mean, maybe 
you know, if they carried on what they were doing for another few years, maybe they would still would have gone up anyway, yeah, or even more done. than what 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 has gone up. You know, I'm glad I left. I, here's the thing, right? I'm glad I left because because I think I'm better now than I ever was. Um, and the weird thing was, I was thinking like this: I was a, I think I was absolute longer than I was at LBC, right? I think so. I did more shows at, at LBC in total because they love me, but I think I was absolute longer. But I never felt like I belonged at Absolute. I always felt like I was filling in for someone, and it was just a part-time job. I never felt like I, Absolute was my, my was my station. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think because you were on, you know, on Sundays for so long before you got the, you know, the four days yeah, a week. Yeah. Uh, and also another scenario I was thinking of. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, let's uh, obviously James Bell uh, got sacked in two thousand eight from Talk Sport. Right. Uh, what suppose uh, he didn't get sacked? Yeah. And uh, what, would they still have gone twenty-four hour sport in twenty twelve? Yeah, yeah. Because I had a meeting with the boss Moz D when I left Absolute. Because um, it wasn't it wasn't um, full sport then. They still had like Matt Ford and stuff. And I think I knew Matt was leaving. I may have got the chronology slightly wrong. And I had a meeting with Moz D, right? And I was I was basically selling myself to do Matt Ford's slot. And I sat down. I said, right, Moz, listen, I love the show. I, I, I love what Matt's doing. Um, it was like 10 to 1, weeknights, I think. And I said, I, I want to do that show. And I could do that show brilliantly. I lo- and I, I did a, like a 10-minute pitch, right? And he said, right, really interesting, Ian. Here's my plan. From next month, the whole station's going to be 24 hours sport, and that slot is going to be sport. And I sat there thinking, oh, nuts, because I don't know anything about sport. And I sat there, and I was thinking, I should just stop him now, shake his hand, and thank him, and and save both of us another hour of this. And I couldn't, and I sat there for the whole hour going, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. Do you think you can make that work, Ian? Yeah, I think I could. I really do think (laughs) I could. I'll I'll come back with some ideas. Knowing I'd never speak to that man ever again in my life, because I didn't have a clue about any of it. So, yes, they would have done. That was always the plan. All right. Well, that's interesting. I don't think uh, you've said that before. Oh, blimey. Have I, have I let a secret... Have I let a cat out of the bag? Line two, you're on the wireless. Hip, 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 Ian. Can I challenge you? You can do, but your line's not great, but go on. Prodigy. <laughs> so your, your line's not brilliant tonight for some reason. So here's the beach, but listen to this, right? Listen to this. Hang on a minute. This is playing. Play. If I press the play button, that should play it. Why don't you run away and spend some time with me? This is nice, huh? 2012. It's the Beach Boys. 2012. Right, let's have a look. Bit of auto tune. A lot yeah. of the fans have said Joe Thomas produced this. Too much auto tune, Joe. Too much auto tune. Alright, but then listen to this. It's like a little trilogy, these songs. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. All of this. Here we go. Getting on. 
How about that, huh? And then it goes off into another song. Little, little. Yeah, the first one was a bit metal, Mickey, but the second one was much better. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to. There we go. Um, yeah, there's the, 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 yeah. Joe Thomas producing and puts so much um, uses uh, auto tune. The whole that live album from the 50th anniversary tour is unlistenable because it's all auto tuned to mm. flip. The live DVD. I watched the first four songs. I thought that's not that's not the noise I heard. The noise I heard when I saw them was the old Beach Boys. They sounded old, which is brilliant. Which is fine. That's Perfect. what we want to see, right? That's what we wanted. That's what we wanted, guys. Now, you know Jamie Vardy. Now, the reason I know so much about Jamie Vardy... Because right, of the lookalike. Well, no, because I listened to um, a, pro- a profile of him on Radio 4. Oh. They do pro- like profiles of people that are big in the news that week, and they did one of Jamie Vardy. Been to, I think he's been to prison. Is he? Yeah, he duffed someone up outside a boozer. But he's also the, the, you know, famous football player, more importantly. Something to do with Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? And he's got, there's a lookalike, and I'd heard about this lookalike, because wor- working here in, in the talk sport, in, uh, 0844 499 1000, by the way, if you want to give us a call. And by the way, person who's um, patching calls through, just to say, it's me that's cutting you off there, you see? I can see when your calls come up. Nice, nice try, guys. It was fun while it lasted. Then it got annoying. Um, so when your calls come up, I can see them. There it is. And I can just cut them off. And I'll, I'll keep doing that. So I'm happy to do that if you're happy to call in. It's no effort whatsoever. But thank you. I enjoyed it while it lasted. Thank you. Um, but so there's a lookalike. Right? And the lookalike, the Leicester team invited the lookalike onto the, the, the coach and drove them all through Leicester. And it was all exciting. Oh, le- lookalike, lookalike. Well, Jamie Vardy's blocked the lookalike on Twitter. Yeah. Wonder what happened. England star. Well, it, it, Jamie Vardy saw dollar signs. England star Jamie Vardy, I don't like I don't like the sound of this Vardy, mm. has blocked his lookalike from contacting him on social media, and the striker's agent John Morris has also sent a text warning Lee Chapman of tw- uh, twenty nine of legal action huh, if he damages Vardy's image or lucrative endorsement uh, deals. Okay. You see, it's all about. The dollar. This guy isn't a man of the people. He's, he's all about well, the, the, the Vardy dollar. Hang on. Th- th- this man might be going out doing, we don't know, Vardyograms. What, like that? Is that like a cardiogram? Like, no, like a kissogram type, strippogram thing. Posty Lee, who was invited onto the team bus after Vardy's Leicester City won the Premier League, has taken a six month career break oh. from Royal Mail. To work as the stars double. So are we keeping you up? Constantly a yawning. Bit, yeah, yeah, sorry. Go home if you want. I'm, I can finish off. No, I need to be here. Now Vardy and his new bride, Becky, have both blocked him from their Twitter and Instagram accounts. Um, Lee's agent, James Austin, James Austin, James Austin, said, He doesn't know what he's done to upset him. Mr. Morris said his star's image had to be protected. That's a little bit. I mean, we don't know what's going on. No. There may have been, there may have been, um, shenanigans. shenanigans going on. But, um, we don't know. But that seems a little bit mean spirited. Mm. mean a little mean spirited. The guy's not going to make a fortune out of looking like Vardy. Strike while the iron's hot. The thing is, is the con, the reason I think there might be shenanigans is why does he have to be blocked from contacting them? Doesn't need to talk to them to represent him, does he? Well, yeah. Visually. Well, Actually, I, I wonder what's been going on. Actually, I don't even care. <laughs> yes, line one, you're on the wireless. 
えいほわあとはおがいいまとうらあたはかろごなめあろはのあきあふわこてぱいきあたうとあたはいまなきてやまいあおてあろわグロビュール Thank you for that. 0844 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be more than welcome to. Um, um, oh, what was I trying to find in the paper? Oh, yes. Another sexy story. Was that the national anthem? There we go, yes. New Zealand national anthem there. Uh, was a bit proud there. I can see you standing proud. Please, please don't. Yeah, he's welling up, exactly. <laughs> Giving see. us the willies. Mm. Graves Porn Shoot. Oh, I saw this. Ghost hunt- hunters. Oh, gosh. Ghost <laughs> hunters. Ghost what? Humpers. Ghost hunters spotted some real ghoulies. <laughs> 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 On a graveyard tour when they stumbled across a porn shoot. I've seen a, um, not a porno being filmed. Did I tell you this? I was in London, right? And I was in my mum, uh, well, my mum's old car, right? She gave it to me. Uh, this was only a few years ago, and I was driving past, and I was driving down this alleyway in London, and I saw this bloke with a camera, right, and this woman with a lot of makeup on, and a fur coat, right, she had a fur coat, and she had red stilettos and red fishnets on. Oh, here we go. Straight away, I clocked what was going on, I thought, this is gonna be fun, <laughs> this is gonna be a little bit of naughty fun, they're doing, obviously gonna do a, a porno photo shoot, and they're waiting for everyone to go, right? And so I drove past really slowly, as you would, right? And they did. And she whacked open the coat. No knickers, no bra or anything. Stockings and suzzies, of course. <laughs> and so I sat there and, and watched, because you don't get to see that very often. And then she, and, and this was only a few years ago, right? And then she came over to the car, and she wanted... She tried to open the door. Blimey. I've seen... Uh, now, as a youngster, I used to read Escort magazine, so I know how these photo shoots turn out, right? And uh, it's always it's always a girl in this scenario, like a, 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 a mechanics or stuff, and there's loads of mechanics there. I thought, no, no way. A, my missus would kill me. B, my mum would kill me. C, if I, if I ended up in Razzle... <laughs> Right, that would be game over, and so I'm going. Oh no, 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 no! And I, I and, and she was going, and she think she tried to get, she tried to sit on the the bonnet. To oh get dear! I drove off. You should have fired the old windscreen washer at her. I drove off, but then, <laughs> then they do with the monkeys at Safari Park. <laughs> then I saw some builders, right, sat a little bit round the corner having their lunch, it. and I and they couldn't see it, and I went to the one and said, "Lads, right." You want to get yourself around the corner. You will not believe what is going on. And they went off. And, and it's, uh, you know, very strange. Mm. Ghost hunters spotted some real ghoulies on a graveyard tour when they stumbled across a porn shoot. Expert Mike Covell, 37. Expert in what? Um, he's the expert in ghost... He's a ghost hunter. All oh, right, okay. Right. Um, it, can you do me a favour? When it comes up... Can you just cut them off when it comes up with no number and stuff? Just because it saves me a job. Thank you, mate. Um, it was fun while it lasted, guys, but, um, you know, I think we've had enough. Expert Mike Covell, uh, 37, was leading the party through the haunted cemetery when they heard groans. <laughs> Let's get, we need, we need the, uh, we need the appropriate music. Hang on a second, we need, um, there we go, this is it. 
I'm not sure that's the music. <laughs> I think it's a bit more bum chicka wow wow. <laughs> no, that's not. That's, no, that's, that's, that's a bit too confessions, isn't it? Yeah. The group hurried off to investigate. <laughs> Bet they did. But were fu- stunned. I've got to be so careful. I'm very tongue tied here. Were stunned to find a couple having sex in a patch of ivy. It's a very specific um, <laughs> description of the Locatiani. Well, because they're scientists, you see, they t- take detailed notes. Two other men with cameras and sound equipment were so busy filming the romp, they did not notice their audience. <laughs> Paranormal expert Mike of TV's Most Haunted and Most Haunted Live oh. said the woman was in her 30s, and when she saw us, she pushed the bloke off, pulled up her knickers and ran not very professional the guy ran after her trying to protect his privates from the brambles <laughs> good job all 12 on the tour were adults as sometimes kids come along one old man was ready to chase them with his stick <laughs> his stick <laughs> the last burial at the graveyard in Skullcoats, east yorkshire was in 1959 Ivy has been allowed to grow over tombstones to protect them from frost. And here's the real par- here's the real <laughs> story in the, the thing. The last paragraph: paranormal stories, including a ghostly monk, have made it a tourist haunt. Well, now there's a uh, ghostly Harry monk. <laughs> Don't go. Bit of ectoplasm splashed all over the place. Stop it. Those ghosts leave a, a mucky trail. Uh, I never got the doing it outside thing. Never understood it. I can get most kinks and fetishes. Doing it outside. I just, I don't see the point. I don't... Oh, you're... <laughs> you're grinning. What? Well? Your, your, your colour is rising. The sap is rising. Just sometimes... When sometimes you, when you, it when happens, you, you know. When you've got, sometimes when you, it's a long walk home. Yeah, 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 when you've when you've got to go, you've got to go. When you've got, oh, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. Never, never, not once, never. Huh? Elvis Presley is um, in the papers. Turns out he's dead. There's, um, but he's oh, done it outside. There may, oh, there's a film with Kevin Spacey about him. It, brilliant. It, this is my favourite period of Elvis, right? This is when he was nutsoid. The cheeseburger Elvis. Yeah, and he turned up at the White House in the uh, the middle of the night to speak to President Nixon. To uh, and, he, and Nixon gave him an FBI badge and let him carry drugs and guns. They made a film about it. But he only did that to make him go away, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. The first White House staff knew of his visit was a call from security announcing the king had arrived with a crumpled note. King who? answered senior aide bud croff frantically flicking through president nixon's diary there aren't any there aren't any there ain't i'm an american from america there ain't any there ain't any kings on today's schedule not just any two-bit king came the breathless not just any two-bit king came the breathless reply the real king the king of rock (laughs) and so the stage was set for one of the most bizarre oval office encounters in history on the one hand, a shambolic Elvis Presley with a steadily declining career. He was incoherent, had barely slept, and wore an outfit suited to the Vegas stage, uh, the, uh, more, the, more to the Vegas stage than Capitol Hill. On the other, a sharp-suited Richard Nixon riding the crest of a popular wave 11 months into his tenure. They made a fem- film about it. 
Um, um, uh, so who is who is going to be Elvis? That, that I cannot answer. It's classified information. <laughs> The singer's wife, Priscilla Presley, later explained in a 1985 autobiography, Elvis sincerely believed that if he could convince the president to make him an honorary federal agent, it would give him a free pass to travel around with as many drugs and guns <laughs> as he wanted. <laughs> the image of their meeting has since become the most famous White House photographs of all time. Um, the story began in Memphis. We might as well do this. Go on. If you want to call in 0844-499-1000, by the way. Um, the story began in Memphis a few days earlier when Elvis's father, Vernon, and wife Priscilla complained that the singer had spent too much on Christmas presents. 32 handguns and 10 Mercedes-Benz cars worth close to £500,000 a day. Peeved, Elvis drove to the airport and caught the, caught the next available flight, which happened to be bound for Washington. <laughs> he checked into a hotel, got bored. You would do. You're Elvis. I'm an old Elvis. I want to give me some weight. I want to go meet the President of the United States. Got bored, decided to fly to Los Angeles. Guess Los Angeles, do you know what happened? Decided got, to go back. Yeah, got bored. <laughs> <laughs> After a few hours, he got bored again. <laughs> and instructed his entourage to return to the capital. As usual, as usual, he was travelling with some guns. Um, oh, where's the sentence gone? I've lost the sentence. Uh, as usual, he was travelling with some guns and his collection of police badges. <laughs> usual, like you do. Usual behaviour. We got in, we got in the bag. Of, oh, some my guns and my police badges. Okay. <laughs> All right, Elf. No worries. He had got into the habit of asking local law enforcement officers at his concerts to give him an honorary badge, and such was his popularity that most of them agreed. Some of them time to jog on. <laughs> in the car to the airport, Elvis decided that what he really wanted. <laughs> what I really want. I want a badge from the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs. Priscilla wrote, The narc badge represented some kind of ultimate power to him. With the Federal Narcotics Badge, he believed he could legally enter any country, both wearing guns and carrying any drugs he wished. <laughs> oh. During the trip to Washington, Elvis scribbled a five-page letter to the President. It said, Sir, I can and will be of any service that I can to help the country out. I would love to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. The singer added he would be staying at the Washington Hotel under the alias John Burroughs and explained, I've done an... This is why we should have started with this. And I explained, I have done an in-depth study of drug abuse and communist brainwashing techniques <laughs> and I am right in the middle of the whole thing where I can and will do the most good. I will be here for as long as it takes to get the credentials of a federal agent. <laughs> Unless, like, he gets bored. Yeah, unless he gets bored and flies off again. He's done a lot of research into drugs by taking loads of them. Elvis dropped off his bizarre letter at the White House entrance at 6.30am. Um, uh, official records show... Uh, recalled, when Elvis first walked into the Oval Office, he seemed a little awestruck. He was dressed in a purple jumpsuit... <laughs> And a white shirt open to the navel with a big gold chain and thick rimmed amber sunglasses. I must say, I was very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> he also bought a gilf, gift, a cult, oh, a gilt, a gift, a Colt 45, uh, mounted in a display case that Elvis had plucked off the wall of his Los Angeles mansion. It was immediately seized by Secret Service agents. Croft, who took notes, 
revealed the encounter began awkwardly. Of course it would. You got a drugged up fat rock star. Fully tooled up. Tooled up, approaching a bent president. <sighs> he wrote, they had a really weird discussion about a lot of things that had nothing to do with the talking points. Yeah. Elvis was telling the president how difficult it was to play in Las Vegas. The president said, I understand it is a tough town. Presley indicated that he thought the Beatles had been a real force for anti-American spirit. The president then indicated that those who use drugs are also those in the vanguard of anti-American protest. The star suddenly became emotional and said he had been studying drug culture and communist brainwashing. <laughs> Croft added, Presley kept repeating that he wanted to be helpful, that he wanted to restore some respect for the flag. Um, looking at Nixon directly, Elvis reportedly said gravely, I'm on your side. May I have a federal badge? <laughs> Reading between the lines, what he wanted was for the Beatles to be banned so he could carry on selling records, right? Oh, man alive. You've got to love it. We've got to end it there. What a chancer. What a chancer. What a chancer. Uh, dear listener, that's it. That's your lot. There will be a podcast if you go to iTunes and type it in. Uh, type in Ian Lee and talk. It will pop up very, very soon. Fingers crossed. We'll have Periscope tomorrow. Um, Catherine, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much to nearly all of the callers. Thank you. And until tomorrow at 10, ta-ta. Talk Radio. We got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio.